Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. How good was State of Origin? Holy. For, first and foremost, mm. like, great uh, victory to the Queenslanders, but how good was that game of footy? It was it had everything. It had literally everything. Honestly, it reminded me of a 1980s classic oh, origin match. It was just incredible. Time warp. Yep. Absolutely. The first three minutes, like just the way those players oh my attacked God. that game of football mm. and, and literally attacked each other, mm. it was, it was, that went back in time. That went back 42 years mm. back to that first state of origin match. Absolutely. Honestly, I can't personally remember seeing a match with as much aggression, not just from a couple of blokes that you're enforcer mm. or are there to do a job. Every bloke on both sides mm-hmm. was refusing to take a backward step. Yep. Incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. So let's get let's get into a Smithy. You know, <laughs> how are you feeling, mate? How are you feeling? The assistant coach. I'm feeling good. Mate. I'm feeling good, as as all Queenslanders are this morning. Um so you know, congratulations to all the Queenslanders out there listening and all the Queensland uh supporters. Um, it's good. Like it feels good when you when when your team, uh, you know, wins a state of origin match, but to win a series, um, under the conditions that the Queensland team were in, mm. two players go down with COVID, um, in the middle of the preparation for game three, and one of those guys being a key man in Cam Munster, um, you know, the team's written off from that point. You get a young man come in, Tom Dearden, who's a rookie. Um, you know, question marks over whether he should be there. Uh, and they just go out and play the way they did. That mm. was just, that was one of the finest games that I can remember that of, of any Queensland origin team. Yeah. It was, it I was, don't, truly I don't know amazing. if you think that mate, but like you watch a lot of footy, but yeah. sitting there watching it from a, from a, a vantage point that I had last night, I was just watching it just going, these guys are playing as good as any team that I've seen in recent memory. Absolutely agree, mate. Honestly, I, for Dearden, I mean, the thing is, the crazy thing is, and how you know, especially from a Queensland perspective at, at the very least, is that you have multiple huge stories, where whether it's Corey Oates coming back in his first run, he does what oh, he's there to do. Yeah. Tommy Dearden getting thrown in at six in a decider. Last year, he couldn't even get a wrist contract from the Broncos. Yeah. Now he's sitting in the top four. In an origin decider. <laughs> then you've got Kalen Ponga, the, the the young king that was supposed to come onto the stage and absolutely kill it. Mm. Take him a few years longer than expected. But then he comes out in the decider. Man of the match. And he shows all the potential that we, we knew Kalen had. Yep. Then you've got DCE. It was his moment. He needed to lead the boys around because he had, didn't have months there. Not that he hasn't done it before. No. But I think, that's, I think that's easily DCE's best origin game. Yeah, it was, mate. And there were so many performances like it. Um, you even say Dane Gagai. Yeah. Outstanding. Um, Josh Papali'i, yes. you know, a few comments made about his uh, series so far in the first two games and how he's been quiet and, mm. you know, should he still be there? I think last night proved 
that he is still the leader of that that Queensland forward pack. Oh, and, he's, and, he, and he just he he went out there. He was a man on a mission, mm. and I could see it in his eye. I could see it in his eye all week with the preparation that he had. He just he had this quiet calmness about him that I hadn't seen in the first two games. Okay, that he he knew exactly what he needed to bring to that game last night, mm. and I was so I was so happy for him because because of the questions around him mm. and guys like um, Kalen Ponga, mm. uh, DCE, Dane Gagai, the same. You know, question marks were over. Yeah, their performances in the first two matches and should they still be there? Um, I was just really happy for him. And then guys like Kirk Capewell has to play in the centres for nearly the entire match when we mm. lose Selwyn Cobbo. Mm. Um, Jeremiah Nanai plays another enormous match. Like, he was so good. His attack was incredible. He was so good. The first half, oh, we, we were struggling. spiders to get, on him. It was, it was amazing. His offloads, the confidence. Yeah. Some of his offloads, like, in, in his, like, what, his second or... Th- his second game starting. Oh, no, yeah. no, his, second, his first game starting. First game, yeah. In a decider. It was amazing. And, and look, obviously, as Queenslanders, we're extremely happy. And, and look, New South Wales fans, it's going to be uh, a tough a tough day, that's for sure. Yeah. But And also, you're going to be looking for reasons for why he didn't win. But I've got to say, the defense that they showed in that second yeah. half yeah. on their line yeah. was absolutely amazing. Well, can be, like, credit where credit's due. And, you know, any lesser team... Queensland would have put so many points on the opposition. Mm. But it shows that they're a good football side. They're a very good football side. And and why they've won, what is it, three of the last four? New South mm. Wales? Yeah. You know, and, and they were under immense pressure, particularly in the second half. But they kept turning Queensland away. Mm. They had multiple, what, repeat sets against them. Um, you know, they, they looked like they almost come up with a huge play when Cleary went for that, that short... Drop out or the, the drop out along the ground oh. to find touch, and then somehow Holmes. Val Holmes oh comes up with one of the greatest origin plays oh. in history. But like he second. did in game one, exactly. Like he did in exactly. game one, exactly. Like he did in game one, he come up with just that big play that 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 made the difference. Mm. Um, you know, they hung in there, mm. and and it was just it was just through the sheer amount of ball that Queensland had, and and again a freakish play by Ben Hunt. Um, at the end to, you know, score that last try of the match, mm. that secured victory for Queensland. It was, it was on a knife's edge Absolutely for a long was. period of time there. Yeah, and all they needed was one of those big plays to go New South Wales way, mm. and maybe the result would be different. Yeah. So that's yeah. why that's why I said off the top. Look, very happy for the result for Queensland. Mm. All Queenslanders are extremely proud of their team today. Mm. But as disappointed as you are to be. Um, a New South Wales supporter with the result, you need to be proud of your team's efforts. That like that, it was a great game of football. Yeah. Oh, and the fact that they were even in the game in the last ten minutes, I, I, I would yeah. love to see a stat on how many times they were actually even tackled in our twenty in the yeah. Queensland's twenty. I'd be very few. It would be very very few. Whereas the amount of times Queensland were tackled in New South Wales twenty mm. would be it would be astronomical. It'd be probably more than the first game. Well, mate. Yeah. Well, I reckon it was a it was a um, complete opposite of game two. Mm. Where where New South Wales pretty much played the entire match down Queensland's end. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was the opposite um, last night. But you know, as I said, for a team to be in the position they were in for the majority of that game and to hold on for as long as they did, it shows they're they're a good football side. They got mm. quality players. Um, but last night it just it went the way for Queensland. Yeah, fortunately, as a Queenslander, fortunately. Yeah. No, it's it's a great point. I think. 
again, as a New South Wales fan, in game two, Queensland got put in that same position and, and New South Wales managed to put quite a score on them. So it shows you how hard it is when you lose a field position like that for Queens, uh, for New South Wales to still be in it. I, I personally think, as I said, New South Wales fans, it's going to be a tough you know, couple of days or whatever. But it, they did not lose for lack of trying. They mm. hung in till the death. They yeah. had every reason to, to pack her in. We're at Suncourt. We haven't won a series decider in 2005. Mm-hmm. They had every reason. And yet they just hung in, hung in. And, and if, as, you're totally right. If, if a ball bounces, if Benny Hunt drops that ball or yeah. it goes over his head yep. and clearly lands it, all of a sudden we're yep. having a totally different conversation. And it was their defense that put him in that situation. To do it that. was, mate. Yep. And, and, and again, Origin is built on moments. Mm. That's that's all they are. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a combination of moments that get put together. And if your team can come up with more moments than the opposition, then you've got a really good chance of coming out on top on the mm. scoreboard. Mm. So it just, it went Queensland's way last night. Um, but it was such a great game of football. Mm. Oh, oh, I just remember sitting there just thinking, how are these players still moving? Mm. Like the last 10 minutes, I'm like, how are these players still going? Yeah. They have they have just bashed each other Mate. for seventy minutes. Yeah, it's one of the fastest games of football mm. that's been played this season, and we know how fast the game is currently. Mm. And they're still going. Yeah, it's just I couldn't I, I couldn't believe I would, what I was watching. I would uh, I would never say this out loud if there was a New South Wales fan around. But, at, but <laughs> honestly, the first twenty minutes, like the, sorry, the first after the first forty minutes. I was genuinely sitting there going, like, even if we lose, I will be still so proud of Queensland yeah. because of the effort that we, I couldn't believe the effort the boys were putting on. But let's let's take all the way back, Smitty. Okay. Let's take all the way back. Right. So, your boy Munster and Talungi, <laughs> they go down. Yes, Smitty. Were your hair falling out? Were you going, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> the mad dog and Talungi's gone? Oh mate, what was I, it like in camp? Well, I can't afford to have more hair fall out, so I'm <laughs> hanging we're on. Growing the skullet, aren't we? Going the skullet? <laughs> we're going the skullet. <laughs> um, oh look, mate, it, it was. I'll tell you what, that that sort of uh, twenty hour window mm. when um, we first learned of of um, Cameron and and Murray testing positive. Uh, the COVID was, um, it, it was a hectic 20 hours mm. um, because I think when it went from Munster, so we lose a key player, um, if not our best player. Um, we see, we all know what you know, Cameron Munster's about and we've seen in game one his performance and what he can bring to the footy side. Then not long after he tests positive, Murray goes down. So we've got two all of a sudden. Mm. And, and Murray Tualangi was, you know, he, he, he come in, um, for the side played in game two and was a huge part of you know the, the build up and the yeah. preparation and the plans for game three. So he goes down and all of a start all of a sudden your mind starts wandering, thinking, "Wow, how how far is this thing spread?" Mm. Like we, the and you start to you, these ones. Well, you, yeah, <laughs> you start thinking like worst case scenario. What happens if? You know, another two or three go down. Oh, what then? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Mm, um, mm. You know, and, and obviously we start thinking, you know, does the game get called off? Yeah. Do, do they postpone it? If Say we get six. Yeah. What happens? Because it could just happen like that. Do it they really say, could. yeah, they like, do they say, hey, nah, you need, you need to field a team and we're going ahead. So <laughs> we're, we're thinking worst case scenarios. Mm. Um, but f- with Munster being out and Murray being out, it was it was pretty clear cut who was coming in. Mm. Tom Dearden, you know, Billy, to his credit, I remember having a conversation with him um, at the beginning of game two. Mm. And he said to me that 
if anything was to happen to the halves, mm. um, he he would have had no hesitation to bring Tom Deenan in straight away. Wow. And and he didn't say you know he'd start him. Yeah. He he would just come straight into the the side, mm. whether it be you know off the bench or starting like he did last night, mm. um, because you know we got Honey starting at nine, and yeah. we could easily move him to the halves and yep. Tom Deenan on the bench and Harry started hooker. Mm. But um, and then obviously Corey Oates. Corey Oates was involved with the team in game the two. The big horse. Uh, so good to have you back, <laughs> big Corey. And, mate, he played so good. Mate, the so first, good. The first run, oh. just going, you know what, this is why I'm and being selected. just straight into, like, yeah. he just went straight into mm. the Blues defence and, and caught Cam Murray mm. um, flush on the, on the chin. And, unfortunately, that was the end of Cam Murray's mm. night. Um, we hope he's doing well today. But... That that was that was the mood. Like it was, we're all in a little bit of shock. So we find out that they po- they test positive. Mm. Every every single person in the squad, uh, staff included, yeah, uh, were notified and sent straight to our room straight away. Oh really? So it was it was it was like isolate isolation again. Wow. We're back in ISO. So we're back in we're back in our rooms. Um, yeah, we're actually meant to have a team dinner that night. That got cancelled. Um, so we had to sit in our rooms, wait for our meals to be delivered. It was a knock on the door. Really? We had to walk outside. The meal was just sitting outside. Wow. <laughs> waiting to... So we had to, we had to do that, um, until the following morning. Rat tests were provided mm. to, to everyone. Mm. Um, and we had to do multiple rat tests, um, that afternoon, overnight, and then in the morning. Mm. And so at 8am, I think it was the next day, um, if, if we return negative, uh, yeah. Rat tests were able to then leave our rooms. Mm. Um, and Billy, then Billy's been a pretty cool character. Yeah, in this forty-eight hours or twenty-four hour, twenty hours, <laughs> yeah. was he getting a bit stressed out? A little bit, a little oh bit. So I, was, I, I copped a few text messages and a few phone calls <laughs> <laughs> during that period. Oh, but um, the, mate, the great thing about Bill and and it, it, he was th- he was he was this way as a player. Um, but also he's now taken that into um, his coaching role too, is that when things get tossed up in front of him and things don't go to plan, okay, mm. it is what it is. He deals with it and then just gets on with it. It's yeah, like, okay. okay, this has happened. Mm. There's nothing we can do about it. Mm. Let's worry about what we can control and move on. Mm. So at first he's like, oh, mate, months are gone. Like, not great. <laughs> not Murray, great. he's tested positive. Mate, like, that's two. Mm. This isn't ideal. Yeah. Then from there, next morning, everyone's negative. We're ready to go. He's like, mate, Tom Deenan, you're in. Corey Oates, you're in. Mm. Let's get on with it, boys. Let's start preparing for this one. Yeah. So did did he base did he have to say to the group of like boys, I don't want to hear anything more about it, or is all just kind of new? Well, I think they knew. I mm. think they knew, and that they're that they're the group of players that are like that, mm. and they've got that similar mentality. They're like, hey, let's just get on with it. Like, mm. we can't we can't sit here and sulk. Yeah, and think about oh, you know, geez, I wish Cam Munster and, and Murray were um, playing, mm. but that was the message to the group. The next opportunity we had as a as a as a group to sit down together, it was just like, hey, boys, this this is it is what it is, mm. and we're all aware of you know what's happened in the last two years and and the conditions that we live in mm. as um, a group of you know people involved in rugby league. Mm. Can't help it, boys. We, we can't do anything about it. Let's just move on. Mm. Hey, don't want to talk about it. The boys are gone. They won't be playing. Hey, Tom Dearden will be playing. Corey Oates will be playing. And they're going to do a great job. And, and so when do you, when was the decision that you became aware that Dearden absolutely could starting at six? Because me personally, I would have had Dearden, this is why I'm not an origin coach, 
I would have had Dearden <laughs> at 14 and Benny Hunt at six because I was right, too scared, yeah. Smithy. I was yeah. too scared. I'm sorry, Tommy. I didn't back you. I'm, I'm apologising, Oh, mate. so you, you were a little bit concerned about the young fella starting. Just the first 20. Yep. I was worried about that first 20 minutes. Yep. So that was my bad. That was my bad. No, understandable. Um, and, 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 mate, I can completely understand why you would be. And so when did you? When did Billy kind of let you guys know, you know what, Dearden's starting? About a half hour before kickoff. No way. <laughs> you got me. Yeah, what, well, mate? I tell you what, he, he he put Tommy in there, and 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 he said as much during the week um, when he was doing his media, and as as everyone did when we did um, media opportunities, was that hey, Tommy Dean got a lot of time um, to prepare in the halves, mm. and you know Bill was was contemplating starting him there. He was contemplating starting Ben Hunt at six, and maybe Tom Dean off the bench. Mm. Um, it was very late in the week, um, and and I, I think he was still thinking game day, um, what he was doing there. But I think in the back of the mind, he always sort of thought the best thing to do would be to start Tom, Just which, which he there. eventually did and yeah. said, hey, look, he plays there every week, mm. and he's playing well for the Cowboys. Mm. Like, give the bloke, give the young man some confidence and say, hey, mate, you're, you're our man. Yeah. Go do it. Because yeah, if he sits on the bench, True. right? You don't know when he's going to get involved. Mm. You don't know when he'll get a look at um, or a chance to get on the field. And what's that do to a young man sitting there going, right, I don't know where I'm going to go on. Mm. I don't know what time I'm going to go on. I don't know what the scenario will be when I'm on the field. Mm. At least if you throw him out there and say, hey, mate, you're starting the game, he knows, right, yeah. I'm there from the get-go. It's nil all. I've got to get my job on straight away. And I tell you what, if he had been on the bench yesterday's game, last night's game, it probably mm. would have been pretty daunting. Yeah, you, he would have been going. Oh, oh my god! What's, when you're out there, it doesn't oh, feel as bad. Yeah, oh you mate, know what I mean, sitting on the sideline watching that chaos. Yeah, he would have been like, oh my god, unfold. What early. am I walking into? Yeah, and then also, if that would have happened too, it sort of it it would have mucked about with the um the rotation with with Ben Hunt and, mm. and Harry Grant. Like, yeah, um, Harry, if 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 Honey would have went to go uh, went to six, mm. Harry would have started, and then that that changed a, a combination. Um, that has worked so well for the team over the first two games. Yeah. I know the result you know, blew out in the second game, but still I, I felt as though Ben Hunt starting, Harry Grant off the bench still worked quite well. Mm. Um, and again, yeah, when Harry came on, he was dangerous last night. So, yeah, it was a great decision by Bill to start Tom Dearden and, um, and just threw him the sixth jersey and said, mate, get out there and just do what you do. And he played extremely well. There's something about that number six Maroon jersey. Hey? Oh, Just, mate. Like, good things happen. I know. I what know. About, like, think about Munster's, yeah. think about Munster's debut, game three in yep. 2017. Yep. Like, played the house down. The great Lockie. Lockie, mate. Oh, no, and Wally. the great man, the king. Yep, Wally. The king. Um, just, and then Tommy did in last night. It was just, a, did you, just did something you s- about that number six jersey. We've all got big raps on Tommy, but did you see that coming? Like, he, literally, the first chance he had down his edge, mm. he gets a try assist. Uh, mate, this, you know, probably people are like, oh, mate, you're joking because, mm. you know, it, it happened and it's easy to say, yeah, yeah, but I think we all did. Really? Yeah, we all did. It was just seeing him in camp that gave you that confidence? The, the strength, the strength of his and the reason why he was, he was brought into that squad. You remember he was involved in every game. Yep. So he's been around those players. He's been around the team. He knows mm. exactly how the team's prepared and the game plans and whatnot. The great, the strength that Tom has is number one. He's a he's a super competitor. Mm. He's a he's a great defender for a small man. Like mm. you've seen some of the tackles that he put on Couldn't last night, just just unbelievable. But when when he's got the ball, he's great at organising. 
He's okay. great at organising and just managing his area of that that left side. Okay. And then you know, you throw in the combination that he had with um, Val Holmes, where he just he picked that he picked that quickish play the ball where New South Wales weren't quite set at mark, and he went down that left hand side. Val Holmes just ran a lovely hole Perfect. for him, and he just hit him on the chest, and it was just oh, it, was, it was great to see. Now, we are going to head to the break. After the break, we will be talking all things New South Wales. Plus, we'll be reviewing the game minute by minute. It's an incredible game to review. There's so much that went on. There's so much to talk about, guys. Text in 0457 736 736. Smithy, I'll let you know on something. I accidentally put my personal phone number on my Instagram post. <laughs> so I'm getting, into, I'm getting all these messages to my personal phone number. That's, yes. how, that's how rattled I am. After this show, you're going straight to <laughs> change my phone. Yes. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll see you after the break. <laughs> Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Make sure to call in 1300 01 1170 or Texas 0457 736 736. We got some texts here, Smitty. We got thousands of texts here. Uh, We've got a lot, mate. Uh, wow! Hey, hey, boys, New South New South Wales born and bred and bleed blue. Just to watch the game last night as a rugby league fan is something to be proud of. The better team won, and New South Wales just didn't take advantage of the ball. Mm. Um, yeah, look, mate. It, uh, it's it's hard for me to say because as a Queenslander, if I say that, there's maybe some New South Welshman being like, "Mate, you're only just saying that because you yeah. won." But yeah. I truly, truly believe. That was an incredible game of rugby league. And it, I would be devastated if Queensland lost, but that still would not stop me from going, that is why I watch rugby league. I yeah. couldn't ask for anything more in a decider. Oh, exactly, mate. And it's, it's a great comment. Um, and it's what we spoke about off the top, saying, you know, Queensland got the victory. All Queenslanders are happy today, but take nothing away from New South Wales. Mm. Like, that was such a good game of football. Yeah. Like, and again, like we talk about in recent memory, can you think of – a better game, particularly the way it started. Like the first ten minutes was just, just ridiculous chaos. Ridiculous, <laughs> mate. It was it's chaos. the best way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. Chaos. It was just crazy. Um, we got another text here. Hey, Goat and Beak. I thought Benny Hunt would have got the Wally Lewis medal. What are your thoughts on that? Um, taking nothing away from Paddy Carrigan, though, he was outstanding. Mate, I thought uh, I actually had Kalen as my uh, oh, really just pipping Paddy. Yep. But then I checked the stats. Yep. And Paddy had the most tackles of any player and also ran for the most metres of any starting forward. Across was, the series? Oh, no, well, across game three. Oh, sorry, yeah. So okay. game two, I yep. thought he was probably our best off the bench. Game yep. one, he was probably our best. Yeah, well, thought, outside of Munster. Outside of, yeah, sorry, outside of Munster. Yep. And then game two, it was a toss-up between him and Kalen, I thought, really good. And then game three, yep. Kalen. But, I mean, honestly, you could have given it to Valentine Holmes. Yeah, like, oh, you know oh, what I mean? For big plays 100%. or big moments. Absolutely. Yeah, mate, he was so good. Like, And, and just... Critical moments that Val Holmes come up with yeah. in 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 the two victories, yep. like you take those moments out, and and there's plenty across the eighty minutes. Mm. Like you could, if you went through it with a fine tooth comb, like you'd pick out many more. But mm. the ones that stick out, like Val Holmes was involved in so many. Mm-hmm. But I think you know, I actually I actually thought um, Paddy Carrigan. So you look at game one, Munster was just he was. A cut above everyone on the field, yeah. but then, but then next in line, I thought Paddy Carrigan off the bench. Remember, yeah. he come off the bench Amazing. in game two and yeah. just played the house down. Yep. Uh, him and Lindsay Collins, yes, off the bench were just enormous. Then we go to game two, Queensland, well below their best, but I thought Paddy Carrigan mm. was our best player easily. He he made big meters, he made mm. a lot of tackles, just did a lot of work, a lot of hard work, um, like a lot of other players in that side. But I thought he was a standout. And then game three, 
a lot of big game players stood up. Mm. DCE, we've mentioned them already. DCE, Kalen Ponga, mm. um, all played really well. But Paddy Carrigan, he just, mate, he got out there. He got through all the work that you just mentioned. Like most meters by a starter, most tackles by a starter. So I think if, like, across the series, yep. across the series, I, I think it's a great selection. But yeah. I, t- I tell you, mate, I, and I said this to Josh Hennay, okay, mm. um, the Maroons um, assistant coach. I said to him after the match, and like we we're just talking about both sides and um, you know players from both teams. I thought James Tedesco last night was just—he was so good. He was so good. Like it was just a, a wonderful performance by a captain. Mm. And I would not have been disappointed or shocked or surprised if he would have got player of the series. Yeah, look, I, because I, he put in yep. a, a huge effort yep. in game one. He was. You know, if, if Nathan Cleary doesn't come up with the game that he come up with in game two with, mm. you know, a few try assists, a couple of – he scored two himself. Yeah. Didn't miss a goal. He's eight from eight. If he didn't play the way he did, like James Tedesco is the player of the game over there. Mm. And then he wasn't far from being the best on field last night too. Mm. So he, he had an enormous series, yeah. James Tedesco. No, I totally agree. Tedesco, for me, I was sitting there last night when the game finished – for me personally, he cemented himself as a top five all-time fullback. Yeah. After seeing that series, even when the chips are down, when his team mm. is losing, he continues to put, to put up incredible performances. I agree with you too. If he had a one player of the series, I would have not put pushed back against that yep. at all. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to talk all things New South Wales. Plus, we're going to give you a game breakdown. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Now, Smithy, let's talk about the game. Let's okay. talk about the game. The Blues. Now, the Blues are, you know, both teams came out and they were absolutely going, just, it was chaos, as we spoke about earlier. Mm -hmm. But I actually thought that outside of, obviously, Dearden's incredible first try assist, I actually thought New South Wales probably won that first half battle because they managed to, I guess, withstand the storm. Yeah. Statistically, they were, uh, their intensity was higher. Um, I thought Nathan Cleary was did a really good job in kicking game outside of one seven tackle set in his first half. His kicking game was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what was what was the message going out to the boys? Not before the game. Were you aware of? Yes, we're going to front load a lot of energy. Yes, but we need to. I guess once we lose that initial energy burst, we need mm-hmm. to continue to keeping those standards. Yeah, well, well, that's exactly what happened, Kemby. Was that? Queensland started so well, mm. and they were on top early. And I know there was a, a few stoppages with you know, the HIAs and, and the injuries and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I think Queensland looked the stronger side early. Mm. Until until New South Wales starting started to get a fair share of footy, mm. and what they were doing was they were starting to break down the middle forwards of Queensland, um, and largely due to you know some, some really strong carries um, from some of their outside backs, particularly Tedesco. Mm. Like, he, he had this real knack. Well, he always does. Yeah. But last night, he just knew when to inject himself. Um, when, you know, Queensland markers weren't quite set, when he knew um, one of his teammates had just, like, poked their nose through and they're going to get a slightly quicker play the ball than mm. what they usually would, and they were away. Mm. And you've seen in, in a few of those sets in the back half of the first 40 minutes where they started rolling downfield. Mm. They were getting a lot of momentum. Um, you know, as I said, Tedesco was in there. Some of their outside backs were getting in there with their you know, quick feet in around the big men. And then that's when Luai and Cleary went yep. to work. Mm. And they picked up a couple of couple of tries. Um, it was just very fortunate for Queensland that they come up with a try uh, to Kirk Capewell right on the stroke of halftime. Oh, and I know Val Holmes misses the kick. 
um, and and they stay down by two points. But that that really just you know I, I think it took a little bit of air out of New South Wales. Mm. I think it just sort of deflated them. Like if you go if they go into the sheds at twelve six. You're feeling a lot more confident about your first 40 minutes. Absolutely. Um, but they jagged that try, Queensland from a Harry Grant little pirouette, puts the kick through, deflected. Was that planned? Deflected off. Uh, Have you been teaching blokes pirouettes? No. Was that no. a Smitty pirouette? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> actually, actually, that was a play that Billy came up with. Oh, really? Yeah, he just showed. He he had a look and said, "Hey, boys, have a look at this. I re- I think it might work." Wow. And it worked. And it nailed it. It um it it wasn't executed. Quite to plan because it took a deflection off, uh, off, uh, off, yeah, off, off yeah, yeah. Off some legs of some New South Wales <laughs> players, but it took a really uh, fortunate deflection for Queensland, and Kurt Capel was able to get there and score. But mm. um, that's that's where New South Wales were heading, and and some of the work that Appy Coruscant was doing too. Yeah, he was slicker. He the just rock. started to work himself into the game, and that's that's when Queensland were getting on the back foot, and that, that was a, it was a lead up to. Um, Saifidi's try. Yeah. Where he was just, he was getting out, holding up markers, sending runners in behind our play of the ball. Mm. They were playing the ball quick. We were losing momentum. And that's when he got the opportunity to put Saifidi um, in a one-on-one uh, um, situation right on the try line. And he was too strong. Yeah. Just on Saifidi. What about his first carry of the oh game? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I, mate. Oh. He's a big mobile wow. unit. And it's, it's, it's really um, a tough one because... New South Wales fans, you know, they're going to be critical. They're going to be critical. Uh, but at the same time, outside of Junior Paolo's and uh, Saifidi's one error, mm. they were absolutely phenomenal. Like, oh, yeah, they, they were, were phenomenal going yeah. forward. Yeah. Like, the amount of high-quality uh, runs that Saifidi had, every time Paolo had the uh, ball, yep. he bent the line. Yep. So, like, again, there were a lot of great performances in the New South Wales side. It was just crucial errors at crucial times yep. in crucial parts of the field because first half it was actually a 5-2 error count uh, Queensland had made five errors mm. but it was a second half where you know the errors started to pile up for New South Wales yeah and that was through a bit of pressure mm. that was through a bit of pressure and, we, yeah. and what we spoke about earlier about they're they playing majority of that game um, in their own half mm. so they were, they, were, they were doing heavy work with with their yardage carries and then defending in their own half as well. So it's always – the game's always harder in your own half, yeah. whether whether you've got the ball or whether you're defending mm. um, because the opposition are always on the attack. Mm. Um, so – and there was a couple of moments there where I think pressure got to those players. Mm. Like Stephen Crichton when he's the carrying offload. the ball off, he, off his line. Mm. Um, he's starting to get driven back and he looks for the offload. He throws it back in goal, repeats that for Queensland. Mm. Those type of things. Yeah. You just don't see that in normal games when they're, when they're not in those situations where they're mm. feeling pressure and they feel like they have to come up with a huge play mm. to get their team out of that situation. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, usually it's Penrith putting on the pressure. That's right. Usually they're the ones with the line speed That's right. dominating teams. So, you know, it was absolutely – I mean, just I couldn't believe the fitness too of some of the players. I just Ugh. I would love to get some kind of measurement of how much energy was. Oh, you know what I mean? I just exerted. Yeah, I can't remember a game where for eighty minutes the pace was that high. The intensity. I just I just cannot. Yeah. Well, it was well above. Like, and we were doing some tracking stuff with with Channel Nine. Like, it was well above um, NRL intensity, yeah. like an average NRL game. Like, well above it. Actually, I want to give you a crazy unsung hero start. Jake Trevojevic, in that game, made 43 tackles and didn't miss a single one. Oh, Jake, Jake Trevojevic. I mean, what, a, what a performance. So, and he was playing for 64 minutes yep. in the front row. Yep. Amazing well, stuff. Mate, there, was big, there was big performances on both sides. And there had to be because 
you know, Cam Murray goes down in the first set of the game. Mm. So they play with 16 men. Queensland played with 15. Mm. Um, it's just – and at that level, like if you if you ask an NRL side to play with a man down or two men down for nearly an entire match, mm. like it's hard going. Mm. It's oh, hard mate. going. And then you throw them in that 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 cauldron, that that as we spoke about, the intensity of that match and say, hey, boys – Play with a couple of men down. Oh. Like your middlemen are have to gonna have to stay out there longer, way longer than what you've planned and what mm. they're used to playing. Mm. There was some, there was just some superhuman efforts by all players involved last night. And then halftime happens. Did you manage to get down in the sheds? I did. What, what were you, what were you feeling? Did you, were you confident yeah. going down? Super confident. Yeah, okay. yeah, super confident. And and as I said, you know that try at right on halftime helped. Mm. Um, mate, you may have felt a l- slightly different. If we hadn't scored that one, mm. um, you're sort of thinking, okay, how are we going to get ourselves back in this? We need to find some points. Mm. Um, we can't allow New South Wales to get away to a good start in the second half. Like We need to be the first team to score. Because if they score, if they go and score, clearly doesn't miss a kick. Yeah, They go up by 12. All yeah. of a sudden, wow. different ball game. Yeah. So it was, it was great that we went in only mm. two down. Um, and that if we could find some points early, that was going to put us back in front and mm. put pressure on these guys who... Uh, yeah, a lot of these New South Wales players um, involved with, say, yeah, more so Penrith, mm. they haven't lost a lot of football mm. over the last, like, not not just not just the last few weeks, the last few years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very foreign situation that they find themselves in when the opposition, first of all, are standing up to them mm. and actually going at them and attacking them. Mm. And then secondly, when they look up at the scoreboard and their team's not in front, it's a very foreign situation for them. Mm, yeah. So and I think last night you've seen a couple of them, they didn't, they didn't quite respond the way they needed to. Mm, yeah. I mean, Origin, just they, we talk about it. every single year it comes around, it's like Suncorp's a different beast. Suncorp's <sighs> a different beast. And then that, it's just, oh. a, it really is a different <laughs> beast. Um, now, so the second half kicks off. I'm not sure how early it happened. We've got to talk about it. It was one of the defining moments. Mm. So the, I guess the order of events, uh, I think Kalen Ponga makes a break. Yes. As as Kalen Ponger is getting up, it mm-hmm. seemed to be that Burton may have pushed him over, or at, some may say he just ran, accidentally ran into him. Some may say he pushed him over. I personally think he did give him a bit of a bit of a shove. <laughs> I think he knew where he was running. He knew where he was running, and he yeah. could have easily run around him. But yep. that's that's part of Origin. Yeah, it's part of footy. Yep. So Dane Gagai goes, "Hey, none of that here, mate." Goes and pushes Burton. Burton gets up as Gagai is walking away. Kind of shapes up to Gagai. Gagai turns around. Then she's on for all muddy. Then's a bit of hiss hoss, a bit of getting into each other. Old, a bit of hiss hoss, mate. The good stuff. The good stuff when you're not in it, when yeah, you just get yeah, to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Dan Gagai and uh, Burton go in it. Tino comes in, is pulling Burton from behind, gets him in a headlock, takes him to the ground. Uh, now, the first question. Some people feel that Burton shouldn't even been sent ten in the bin. How do you? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think the ruling there is like he threw punches, mm. so I think that's automatic binning mm. um, in in the current game. Mm. If you throw a punch, you, you're off the field. Um, so you know, I, I I think that was pretty clear cut, and I think um, you know there was comments made after the game saying you know I thought that Burton was harshly uh, dealt with by he shouldn't have gone in the bin. Well, if you take it right back to what you were talking about there. Matt Burton had an opportunity to not run through Kalen Ponga. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's seen him. Like, yeah. every, like if we're fair dinkum, yeah. watch the replay. He's seen him. He Absolutely. knew he was there. He did. Yeah. Go around him. Yeah. But, hey, if you want to do it, that's fine. Yeah. Okay? That's origin football. It's a physical game. Mm-hmm. It's a tough game. If you want to play origin, you've got to play tough. Mm. Now, Dane Gagai, 
He wasn't going to take that last night. Mm. He's seen it. Mm. And you see that in the replay too. Mm. He's standing out on his right wing. He was, he was pushing downfield in support. Mm. As he turned to his left, he's seen Matt Burton run straight through his fullback and he thought, no, nah, I'm not going to cop that. Mm. So he went over there, give him a shove, and that was going to be it. Mm. But then Matt Burton, he wanted to follow it up. Yeah. He went over to Gang Gagai and said, hey, mate, like, he give, he give him a shove or grabbed him, whatever, and then Gags just said, well, let's go. Mm. Mm. And just put it on him. Yeah. And then it just erupted from there. Like, how, like it's been so long oh, since mate. we've seen... I actually, Punches thrown yeah. in, in origin. And I've I got to give a massive... Uh, well, when was the last time? It was Tino and Payne Haas. And that wasn't really punches. It was like just it a was, little yeah. bang, 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 and yeah, it was done. that was done. Whereas this is a proper punches thrown. That was brawl. Um, I will say, like, I've got, I got a lot of respect for Burton. He came back on the field, and he did not... It's not like he let that moment stop him from no, having right. a dig. No, He still kept going all game. So I've got to give a lot of respect. A young kid in his second game yep. to be able to come back and handle that big moment. Yep. I think he's going to be all the more better for it. He's going to learn so much from it. And and also, knowing himself, he can handle the big moments. Even when the big moments don't go his way, yep. he can still hang in there and, and deliver what he needs to deliver. Yep. Um, now, some people also feel that Tino uh, should have been sent 10 in the bin for grabbing Burton. Mm. My personal opinion, I don't think so. I think that, let's say, that was behind New South Wales lines. The New South Wales blokes would have ran in just the same and pulled players up uh, um, and headlocked and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you should be sent ten to the bin for pulling no. players off. Well, no, players, not in not in not in that. I, I wouldn't even uh, expect him to leave the field in an NRL game. If no, that happened, I, I, you know what I mean. I agree. And 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 honestly, shoe on the other foot. Um, if if a Queenslander did what Matt Burden did and ran through, say James Tedesco, mm. I'd expect Blues players to come and have a crack at the Queensland player mm. too mm. and rough him up a bit. Well, earlier in the game, like you know, there was a Selwyn was. You know, out cold, and there were New South Wales players yipping and yahooing, which yeah. it's all part of origin. It's mm. all, like that's it's origin. Mm. Happened a few years ago. Tedesco was out. Uh, yep. Jairo was, you know, for a bit until he realised he was out, but mm. he was yipping and yahooing. That's, yep. in my opinion, that is origin. Both teams are going to do it. Yep. I, I think that I think the ref got it right. Both people in the bin for ten. Yep. Um, but I mean, talk about origin folklore. What an incredible moment! But we are going to go to a break. After the break, we can, we're going to get to your calls, but we're also going to continue to break down the second half of the incredible decider last night. Time now to break down the best hands in the NRL. Thanks to Schnitz, the best hands in the schnitzel business. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Make sure to give us a call 1300 01 1170 or text 0457 736 736. But time now for best hands segment. Thanks to Schnitz, the best schnitzels in all the land. Smithy, what do we got here? We have three nominations from last night's game, Kempi. Uh, one point goes to Jerome Luai um, for his try in the first half or for, or for Nathan Cleary kick. Mm. It actually looked like he stumbled and he wasn't going to get there. Mm. But he actually reached out and was able to get his fingertips to uh, to the ball. Um, it was a great try. That, those two guys in that sort of period of time, they were they were just pulling the strings yeah. for New South Wales. Mm. Um, and that was a great try to Jerome. Uh, two points, Benny Hunt. The intercept, I, I, I don't know how he did this. Oh, mate. He closed his eyes. He turned his head. All of a sudden, he found himself in open space with the ball in his hands. Mate. And just he looked up and it was Isaiah Yo just to his left. And he just backed himself. Dozer. Dozer. Brucey. Those little legs. Mate, how did he get there? I don't know. <laughs> he was on a treadmill for a second. Then he just kicked. He kicked. <laughs> the jockey pulled the whip. Oh, he mate. just found another gear. He found another gear, all right. Um, two points to uh, to Benny Hunt, but three points. Wow. Um, and we've spoken about this play. Um, was Valentine Holmes 
I, I still don't know how he did it. I don't, I don't know how, I don't think he knows how he did it, but he mm. come up with it. Um, was how he kept the ball in play. So Nathan Cleary, they've already had a couple of uh, dropouts prior. They go again, and it's getting to that period of time where they need they need a, a result. They need to get the ball back. I actually thought they were going to go short in the air, but he goes shortish along the ground, hard, trying mm. to find the touchline, and it actually looked like it's going to get it's a there. Great kick, great it kick. It bounces up, and Val Holmes just launched himself across the sideline. He was mid air, and like. How far over the sideline do you reckon it was? Mate. A metre? At least a metre. A metre and a half. Is it just amazing play. And and not just got his hands to the ball, but got it back in play for mm. Queensland to gain possession. Mm. Um, huge play. So three points to Val Holmes. For three points hands. to Val Holmes. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to wrap up the first hour. And also, we're going to talk about the second half of Game 3, the Origin Decider, plus take your call. See you on the other side. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Text in 0457 736 736 or call 1300 01 1170. We've got some, uh, we've got some text here before we go to our break. Uh, hey, boys, Smithy, how good was it waking up this morning? The kicking game of DC and Benny was a massive factor in the second half. Blues were camped down in their own end. Yep. Uh, mate, huge. 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 And it was great timing. The mm. skipper, he, he pulled one out of the top drawer, didn't he? Mate, DCE, in my opinion, that was his best ever origin game. Ever. Hundred percent. Yeah, I thought That's it was amazing, point. and That's I a fair point. and I just think that you know we had that famous victory with Munster leading us leading the charge. Mm-hmm. This was DCE's moment to lead the charge, and he mm-hmm. absolutely nailed it. Yep, nailed it. We got another text too saying Queensland would have won by plenty more if the beak was on the wing. Oh, stop it! Stop <laughs> it! I won't say no. I won't say no. You said it. You said it. Um, look, I was going to put my hand up when when Tao Lungi went down. I was going to shoot Billy a text. Mate. I was going to shoot you a text, Smithy, and go, mate, I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, now, we're going to head to a, a break. After the break, we're going to get into those famous last moments of Game 2, Benny Hunt winning the series. Plus, we're going to talk about New South Wales' second half. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Give us a call, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or text 0457 736 Plus, subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple. You just search the Captain's Run. You can subscribe at any time, or you can download the app and listen to us at any time. Now, the second half rolls around. We've spoken about the Burton-Gagai situation, but Queensland are camps down in New South Wales end. What are you kind of feeling in the, the coaches? Were you Had you spoken about this before the game of boys? It may be tight. Hold our nerve. Yep. Well, w- that's what we were predicting. Mm. We were predicting a really close game. It's a decider. Mm. Um, there's not many deciders that are blowouts. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so that was the discussion was that, hey, we need to prepare. This is the scenario we may find ourselves in. Mm. So, uh, you know, the, the, the key position players in, in the footy side, those spine players that you talk about, you know, the, the fullback, halfback, 5'8", dummy half, um, you throw Dozer in there too, Benny Hunt, mm. when he stayed out in the field playing as that link middle forward. They took control, mm. and they needed to. That was the message to those guys in the preparation for this game was that, hey, boys, we need you to step up here. Mm. We just need you to take control of the football side in those big moments. And they did it beautifully. They did it beautifully. And and what they did was they did exactly what New South Wales did to them in game two, where they just they just didn't take their foot off their throat. Mm. Mm. And and put them in a situation where they had to try and come up with big plays, mm. and 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 when you try and come up with big plays in that type of environment, a lot of the time 
it goes against you. Mm. And and what that did was it just it heaps more pressure on themselves and it just makes it harder to get out of the situation you're in. Mm. So, but to their credit, I'll go back to what I spoke about earlier. To their credit, New South Wales, they didn't, they didn't back down. I mean, and they backed themselves to get out of there and they almost did. They almost seriously, did. Seriously, seriously. It's just amazing to think one little bobble either way <laughs> and we're having a totally different discussion here. <laughs> And that's why, you know, as New South Wales fans, again, it's going to hurt, but it just it weren't that far off. Like, it could no. have been us sitting here, Queensland sitting yeah, here going. Yeah, exactly. Mate. What and, a- you, and you talk about the, can be like the points difference between the two footy sides. Over 42 years, okay, 42 years of origin, mm. like the difference or the disparity in, in points scored for both teams, it's it's minimal. Mm. Like, it, it's not that far apart. It's something, it's like... I know, like 20 points difference. Yeah, I think it's even less than that. I think it might be down yeah. to six points or something. It might have been six yeah, points. Yeah. I think what, what New South Wales may have scored six more points. Six more points before this before game, Before this game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's how tight these games are. Oh, mate. And, and they, they, as I said, they, they teeter on a nice edge. Mm. And one play, one play that goes for your team or against your team can decide the outcome of the game. Mm. And, and fortunately for Queenslanders, it it went the Maroons' way last night. Yeah, yeah, it was an amazing effort. So the the game is on the line. There was a period there where we couldn't score, and I was beginning to get worried that New South Wales would take the air out of our tie. Mm. You know, just like mm. oh, we can't score, yep. we're going to get desperate, deflate, we're going to do something crazy, try to do all these kicks or whatever. Was there a message? Obviously, you weren't in the the coaching box, mm. but you made a real point of kicking early. Like yep. I'm talking tackle two yep. sometimes. Yep. Was that something that Billy had spoken about before the game? Well, it's very very rarely used in NRL matches now because mm. of this set restart rule. Mm. Okay, so you, you you find yourself marching down the field. You get a set restart. There's no need to kick. Mm. Okay, you're almost up on the opposition try line by the end of your set. Mm. Um, but it's such a valuable part of the game still, mm. and it's sort of it's gone. As I said, it's gone out of the game. Mm. Um, but you look at a couple of early kicks by Daly Cherry Evans. He kicked on play two last night. Play two. Play two. And that's just a message to the Blues to say, hey, listen, mm. we're happy to tackle this game out. Mm. We're happy to back our defense. Mm. Are you willing to carry the ball off your end? Yeah. You big boy, you ruck players for the Blues, are you willing to now run back 50 meters, get behind the ball, and then carry the ball into yeah. our defense? Yeah. That's the message that you send. Mm. And all you're doing is you're chipping away mm. at their at their mental uh, strength. Mm. It's just... You're just constantly chopping, chopping the tree down. Yeah. Just taking bit by bit, bit mm. by bit until it falls. Yeah. And I think the one, the critical moment of an early kick, Ben Hunt, oh. he's 40-20. <laughs> Honestly. And it's no surprise why he's, well, he was leading the, the Dally M's when it went behind closed doors. Mm. Um, he's just, he's playing such great football um, this year, particularly um, he's been playing great football, you know, nearly his entire career. Mm. But, you know, a moment like that where I think Harry Grant sort of half come out. He was going to run. I was, I was speaking to Benny after this, after the game. And he said, mate, he just, he seen him come out, but he seen an opportunity down that right-hand side. Mm. I think Brian Toto was up on the end of the line. Tedesco was slightly out of position. Mm. And Harry Grant sort of got out of dummy half and he was like screaming at him. Oh, Harry, give me the yeah. ball, give me the ball. And he just, he just got it to him. And it was perfect. Yeah, it got it. He got it to him on the run. He just took two steps and went bang, 
And as soon as it left his boot, yeah, I, was like, I was like 40-20. Absolutely. I think everyone knew, like, 40-20. Yeah. This is away. going over. It was a per- – like, honestly, the way it was kicked, even – you knew it even wasn't going to bounce poorly because it was kicked th- through the ball so well. Yep. You know, it wasn't yep. a high – it was no. just a great a great kick. Yep. Anyway, uh, now, the, the you know, when you see – what are you thinking when Benny Hunt gets that intercept and the game's <laughs> over? <laughs> well, if you thought I went off in game one when he made that <laughs> line break – Queensland didn't score, but mate. Mate, he takes that intercept. And I looked downfield. I was looking for Tedesco. Mm. I was like, where is he? Yeah. Mate, like, it, he's going to have to come up with something, Benny. Like, have we got support around him? But there was no one. Mm. There was 70 metres or 75 metres of empty Suncorp Stadium turf. Oh, and then he just pinned it. I'm, look, I'm looking up. And I was like, there's only Isaiah Yo. Yeah. Like, is he, has he got the legs, though? <laughs> like, because he's put in such a huge effort up yeah. to that point. Yeah. Um. But I, th- I think he just had like a really quick spell just beforehand. Oh, really? He'd come off the field. Oh, wow. Harry Grant then had to come off because he got a bad cork. Okay. Then Benny Hunt went back on. Yeah. So he had a slight um, little spell there, a little breather. But he um, he had enough energy in those little legs of his mm. and he got there. Those so I was like, pumping. mate, to say that I was like riding him home. Yeah. Like oh, I was on a. I was on a special coming down the straight at Flemington. Mate, I was in my hotel room yelling at the TV screen. <laughs> yelling at the TV screen. Now, uh, look, it's 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 only a, it's less than 24 hours. Yep. But where to now for the Blues? Do you do you stick with what you've got, what you've built? Do you think there's going to be mass changes? From my perspective, it's just it's really hard to read who isn't isn't going to get selected in the Blues side. Mm. You know, Jake Trevojevic came in game two. So yeah. I feel, it's just really hard. So mm. it's really hard to get a, a prediction on, you know, where the Blues well, go from yeah, here. Yeah, and, and like that selection process was, you know, I must I must say, I was a little bit confused at times throughout this series where, so RCG in particular, you know, we spoke about his game in mm. game one. Mm. I thought he was quite strong. Mm. Um, misses out for game two. And then misses out for game three. Jordan McLean comes in, then gets injured. You're thinking RCG back in, mm. but then he brings in Saifiti. Yeah. You know, who was great last night? Yeah, it was Who fantastic. was great last night? Mm. But it's just, you know, the chopping and changing of players. And then White not being but able the, to come the back. The White one for me was the most confusing. Mm. I, I thought, and I think we spoke about this on the captain's run last week, mm. Jack White and straight back in yeah. for mine. I, I thought and, so too. And whether he was going to start, or be on the bench. Mm. I thought being on the bench was a great option mm. as a, as a you uh, well, not so much a utility because Damien Cook was always going to be there, mm. but but a utility as in can play anywhere in the back line. And if one of your forwards are tired, throw him in there. Mm. He's big. He's a big man, Jack yeah. Wyden. He yeah. plays the game physical. He plays the game the way Origin players play. Mm. And you talk about you know. You know, experts talking about it. He's built for origin. He's built for origin. Yeah. His show that in game one, he was their best player. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just surprising because that, that's where I'm, I, I, you know, Freddie, he clearly sees something that I don't, but I sometimes I, if there was a player to be loyal to after game one, not loyal, loyalty is the wrong word. Loyalty is the wrong word. But if there's a player to no, select on no, form. No, loyalty, it's okay. the right word, mate. All right, loyalty, loyalty it is. Well, will you look at, have a look at Billy Slater this series. Yeah. There was question marks over a few players after mm. game two. Saying they shouldn't be there, but he picked them. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's really fair, mm. and that's and I, I, like that's where I'm. I'm just unsure as like what is the direction going forward because yeah, you could again we could be going into game one for New South Wales and mm. have another seven changes. Yeah, and the reason like you know Billy for example, what I respect so much about him is he was almost 
going to live and die on the hill that he'd created in a sense, in yes. a positive way. So yeah. at the start of the series, he had a plan mm-hmm. and regardless of the result, he was going to stick to the plan. And and I think that like that just, it builds quite a lot going forward. Now yeah. he's got plenty of years going ahead and, and we're not sure how it's all going to turn out. But with the New South Wales one, I'm just really a bit unsure, you know, as to, is it even going to be the same core of players outside of New South, outside of the uh, Yo and yeah, the Penrith combination? Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm, yeah, well, you just don't know. And maybe the thing with that is that there are the facts are there are more New South Wales have far greater numbers to pick from, mm. whereas Queensland don't. Mm. The pool, the pool of of players for Queensland compared to New South Wales is is much smaller. Yeah. Um, but I know for a fact, you know, Billy's mindset was, "Hey, boys, I've picked a squad of twenty two players." for this first game, you are the men that are going to go out there and get the job done for Queensland. Mm. And, and we're putting our trust and our faith in you and our belief that you can get it done. Mm. If you look at the changes across the series this year for Queensland, they were all forced yeah, through injury. Um, and then Felice Cafusi through, um, you know, family matters mm. when he, when he couldn't, he wasn't available for game three. Mm. Um, a little bit different situation for New South Wales and, and each to their own. Yeah. Like, at no, you know, we're not we're not criticising, you know, the the selections of, of New South Wales or the process or what they've done. Mm. Just saying that there was a couple of people, couple of selections in there that were a little bit confusing, mm. particularly the Jack White one. Yeah, it's just it's hard to get a read on. Whereas, yeah. like for example, Billy, I can sit there and go, oh, I can see the plan, even if I disagree with it. I can kind of see what's you know where the direction says with with Freddie's selections. I'm just unsure as to who's going to be there next year. You yeah. know? And, and again, look, he's, he's what he's in his last five series. He's still up three and two. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, that's right. So Freddie, yep. it's not like, it's not like we're saying that he's been poor at all. Oh, that's right. He, yeah. ab- absolutely not. He's winning currently in his, in mm. his coaching career. Um, but it's just, it's going to be really interesting to see if there's going to be mass changes again. Um, they've got so much depth though, New South Wales, so mm. much depth. Now we're going to head to a break after the break. We're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to preview the round. Plus, we're also going to talk about. Is there footy on this weekend? I think there is. I think there is. I think <laughs> Dearden's playing in uh, what twenty four hours? It is tomorrow. Yeah, incredible, yeah. incredible. We're going to head to a break, and we'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Now we've got some uh, callers here, but before we get to the calls, we'll do a quick little text update. Um, getting a few texts here. Uh, not liking the Queensland chat from New South Wales oh, fans. That's um, right. Uh, we also got some text here from some great New South Wales supporters. Smithy and Kempe, as a New South Wales supporter, there are breaking news in New South Wales right now. <laughs> Next year's blue squad is peaked, peaked, and it's the whole Panthers squad. <laughs> With only Tedesco at fullback. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Juan, Jean Juan the Eagle. Juan, yep. Juan the Eagle. Yep. Um, oh, I had to turn off this rubbish about Burton, <laughs> deliberately holding Ponga back. What a load of crap. Three Queenslanders, first one throwing punches. What a dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, brother. Come on, bros. You're telling me you can't step around, Caelan Ponga, getting up? Yeah. What's uh, the replay? Now, we've got some uh, callers here. We've got some callers here. Uh, Aaron from Windsor. You there, Aaron? Uh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> you go, mate. What do you got for us? Oh, this is a Blues fan. Uh, first of all, devastated, uh, but proud of the boys' efforts. Um, so I just wanted to bring up about uh, how solid DCE was. Um, I thought his kicking game made it so hard for the Blues to get out of our end, and it really hurt us. Um, so like, even as a Blues fan, you know, it was so good to see him prove everyone wrong and um, you know, prove all the critics wrong. So what were your guys' thoughts on uh, DCE? 
Yeah, mate, I'll be totally honest. I've been um, pretty critical of DCE's defense. Uh, I think that last night, though, I think he was outstanding in defense and in attack. I mean, his kicking game was incredible, incredible. It was truly, for me, it was a moment that DCE has been working towards for many, many years, and I thought he was absolutely incredible and also really does, you know, post, you know, Smitty and Kronk and Thurston, Queensland have needed a leader and, you know, he's been there through some, I guess you could in air quotation marks say rebuild phases. Um, but he's also been part of some of the most famous victories Queensland's ever seen, you know, obviously last night, mm-hmm. then the, the one with Cam Munster where we were told that it was the worst side ever. Yep. I, I um, mate, DCE, you're totally right. He proved a lot of people wrong um, and really stood up and showed what he was made of. Yeah, it's a great point, Aaron. And I think ultimately it, it was just a great captain's knock. Mm. Given given Cam Munster was ruled out and he had a rookie uh, pairing in the halves with, with Tommy Dearden, I think he just knew from there, like, this, I really need to take control of this match. Mm. And I really need to point... Uh, the team and all, all of my players in the right direction. And he was fantastic all week, Kempi. Mm. Like just his ability, you know, to get the boys up at training, talk to them, you know, during sessions, post sessions, talking to them about, you know, what this game is all about. Mm. He'd been involved in some big matches, as you said, at Suncorp, whereas, you know, there's a lot of guys, well, we had a couple on Dubu, mm. and we had a couple of guys that hadn't played in origin games at Suncorp yeah, and, well. and what it's like and what it was, you know, where they needed to be. Mentally, mm. you know, physically, they were always going to be in great shape mm. physically, mm. but you just don't know where their heads are at um, for that game. You know, as coaches, you can do, you know, what you think is right to get them there. Mm. But, you know, to have someone like Daly in there as the skipper and just to guide all those players and just have them up and have them ready to go. It was just a, you know, you mentioned it before, mate. It was, it was possibly the best game that he's played in the Maroons jumper. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you reckon, Aaron? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I agree. It was look, I was like news. I thought if Queensland lose the series and he doesn't have a, a great game, they'll move on from him. But to see him prove everyone wrong like that, and yeah, the way he kicked that ball last night and kept the Blues in their their half, yeah, he did an awesome job. So he deserves to stay, you know, in the Maroon side and as captain for the, you know, for the rest of his career if he keeps it up. So, mate, totally agree. Absolutely fantastic point, mate. Thanks for giving us a call, Aaron. Appreciate it, mate. Good on you, mate. Cheers, guys. Have a good one. Now we've got uh, Nick from Wellington Point. You there, Nick? You got us, Nico? Yes. How are you, boys? Going good, mate. What do you got for us? Mate, my question is for you, Kempi. Um, Are you the Maroons player whisperer? Because you said on the podcast on Monday that Benny Hunt would be the difference. And last night he came up with one of the greatest moments in origin history, in my opinion. Come on, mate. Claim it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a broken clock's right twice a day. Let's just put it that way. Um, mate, to be honest, uh, like, all I saw, all I was looking at was he's leading the Dally M and, and he's been waiting for this moment. Uh, I think I, I'm fortunate enough, I actually uh, was at the Broncos when Benny Hunt was coming through. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've seen what this kid is made of. Like, he was the next guy to lead the Broncos club. And there's no two ways about it. Anthony Milford was obviously recruited, but Brisbane Broncos was a club built around Benny Hunt to come through and take over. So I knew I knew how good he was as a player. And outside of that, you know, one error in that grand final, I just, I just know that, that there's certain players that are a cut above the rest 
And Benny Hunt is one of those players. And so I just hoped that he would have that moment. And um, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm lucky that I got it right. I've, I've got about 10 other things wrong though. So we'll just we'll, we'll erase that. Hey, now you can have the player whisperer. You know what I mean? So at least, you know, there's something good that, that comes your way. <laughs> I appreciate it, mate. Thanks so much, Nick, for giving us a call. Hey, also quickly, Cam, I just wanted to ask you, my mum always runs into you at the dentist on the Gold Coast and she says you don't look a day past 21. I wanted to know what your skincare routine Fair was. Fair income. Oh, mate, yeah, that's I think good. Mate, I your mum's looking after me there, mate. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> no worries, boys. Have a great day. Always drink bloke in a bar and go Queensland. Ah, oh, good on you, Nick. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. What a legend. What a caller. I'll send you that $1,000 later. <laughs> surely, surely at least you know, we can get Tommy to organise a $50 schnitz voucher. Oh, that's a $50 schnitz voucher if I ever saw one. Good on you, mate. There you go, mate. He wins. It's $50 snitch trash. I tell you what, the sneers are great. We've got Lachlan from Penrith on the line. Lachlan, you there, mate? Yeah, boys. G'day. How are you? Going good, Lockie. What do you got for us, bud? Um, I, just, I just saw an um, article this morning with one of the players, Raiders from Queensland. I was just going through it, and um, I saw Tommy Gilbert um, from the article, and his, um, his player rating was only 6.5, and in the article, it actually had written down, um, came on after a few minutes, didn't have much impact on the game. Um, I actually thought he was one of Queensland's best forwards last night, especially on <laughs> last. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. I thought it was an absolute um, punch in the face. Who um who who gave that rating? <laughs> you want to mention? Uh, it was. Uh, I won't mention the name. It was. I don't want to throw the company under the bus. There's no, no, we're no, just joking. No, no that's all I good. Won't, I won't start under the bus, but I just saw that. And I just thought, wow, that's a bit of a punch in the face to Tommy Gilbert, considering he was um, probably Queensland's best last night, or considering one of the best, I thought. Yeah, he was one of, mate. And you know what? I'll, I'll be honest. He was thrown in early mm. um, with those you know, couple of HIAs. And he just, what he did was, he did a lot of work that would have gone unnoticed by a lot of people last night, except for the guys that matter, and that's his teammates. Mm. The amount of hard carries that he took, the tough carries, he did a lot of defensive work, particularly cleaning up in and around the ruck. Some of the, the pressure he put on um, you know, the, the ball players and, and the kickers of that footy side was just super impressive. Mm. And I'll tell you, if you ask one of his teammates what their rating of his game was out of 10, it would be much higher than six and a half. And, you know, that's just people's opinion. And mm. whoever's given that opinion, that's just how they viewed his game. But I'll tell you what, everyone in Queensland, particularly his teammates, as I mentioned, and, and, and the coaches, he, he was so good. So good. Just to piggyback on that, Smithy, when we see the great moments of Benny Hunt, DCE, those great moments can't happen without the foundation of guys like Tino, Gilbert, doing the little things like kick pressure, yep. running the right lines. Yep. Getting inside pressure. Paddy Carrigan. All that Papali. stuff. So it's almost like, it's like, you know, you're building a house. That They're actually the concrete foundation slab right. that yep. you've, you know, you don't, you don't actually, unless you're watching the game closely, you're only going to see the big highlights of Benny Hunt. But That's in right. reality, they don't happen unless yep. they're putting the pressure And on. I'm so happy for Tom Gilbert too. He's been on the radar of, of you know, the, the Queensland Origin side for, t- for 12 months. Um, I spoke yesterday um sort of around midday when the team went for a, for a walk that, you know, he is a great buy for the Dolphins. Mm. He signed a three-year deal there. Yeah. He, he is a great buy. I, I reckon, right, by the end of that three-year deal, he could he could be the Dolphins' captain. Wow. Yep. I like that. Yeah. I like that. He is a good, he's a good young man. He's very um, respectful, very quietly spoken, but mm. he is an absolute beast. Beast when he gets on the field. Mate, he was incredible last night. Lachlan, thank you so much for calling good in, bro. I appreciate it. Thanks, boys.
Now, we're going to head to the news. After the news, we've got a round to preview and we'll continue to talk about Origin. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Smithy, we've got some text here, mate. Got some text here. Yes. Um, good morning. Bloke and the greatest assistant hooker of all time. <laughs> <laughs> greatest assistant of all time. I love it. Um, firstly, how good to be a Queenslander, but surely after that game, Ben Hunt and Kalen Ponga have silenced any critics. What a game by those two. Was wondering what impact you reckon Billy had on Ponga. Cheers, Nathan. Oh, huge impact. Mm. Huge impact. So good. And someone asked me about, um, you know, Kalen and Reese Walsh was in camp mm. too um, as well. And they just said, oh, mate, are, they, are those two boys, are Kalen and, and Reese, are they like shadows mm. of Billy? I said, no, no, other way around. <laughs> Billy won't leave them alone. He's like their shadow. Yeah, uh, but it, like Bill was, he was great. He just, and it was like his little project. Oh, yeah. And that, that's not, that's not a disrespectful um, comment saying that, you know, Kalen's his little project. He mm. just, he knew that Kalen had so much more to give mm. yeah, than, than, than what he'd produced in his, in his origin career. And I think last night, if I was, if I was Kalen this morning and he was a happy man, mm. he was a really happy man last yeah. night. It was so good for him. Um, you'd, you'd go home now to Newcastle and look at that game and go, look, if I can produce that at origin level, well, that's my standard now. Mm. That's my standard. Yeah. I, I need to, I need, that's how I need to play um, every week. For my club, mm, yeah, no, it's absolutely. It right. is enormous, and I yeah. think he, I think he's he's been invaluable to 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 Kalen, really. Mm. Oh, mate, I I just think that this series, you could see Kalen almost realizing each game, realizing more and more. Oh, you know, I really do have so much more left in me. Like last night, the confidence that he was playing at, the way he was running the ball back, yeah, like he, he, it's almost like he got back to that initial form where. He truly believed that his footwork could beat tackles and that he was quicker than the opposing uh, defence live. So, yeah, I love watching Kalen. Now, uh, we've got some huge games this week. We do. Uh, we've we got do. the game of the round. Game of the round. Thanks to Suncorp. Uh, time now to look at a game of the round. We do that thanks to Suncorp. Get award-winning car insurance with Suncorp. And it is with the North Queensland Cowboys and the Cronulla Sharks at 6 p.m. at uh, Queensland Country Bank Stadium. I just want to say quickly, mm. do you think that with how many Cowboys played in this, you know, Queensland side, yep. that this may have given them enough to be a premiership threat this season? Possibly. Because, like, the confidence Possibly. they're going to be having now, like, Nanai was incredible. Like, yep. all of our attack in the first half, yep. outside from the trices from Dearden, was off Nanai. Yep. Um, you know, the, the catch that nearly got Papali over, the offloads off his edge, the line break assists, he was incredible. It It's not... Um, undoable mm. for the Cowboys. Yep. And we've seen when they're at their best, <clears throat> they're very good. Mm. One big uh, hurdle in their way is, of course, Penrith. Mm. Okay, they, they they just don't look like losing a game at the yeah. moment. Um, and it could light a fire. That is so good. With so many key players in New South Wales, it oh, could, could light a massive fire. You're exactly right. Mm. So those players now go back and go, oh. right, reset, reset our focus, mm. back on the premiership. Um Let's go and get the job done, boys. Mm. Um, and it feels that way. Like, I, I remember, you know, coming back from Origin, um, you know, I was fortunate enough not to be in that situation a lot, but particularly mm. early on, mm. um, you know, sort of 04, 05 series where we lost in deciders. You then reset and go, right, like, I, I just, I want to go back and play well for my club mm. and we want to get wins for our club and do the very best we can. So, yeah, that might be a bit of a, um, 
ominous sign for the rest of the teams in the competition with those Penrith boys not doing so well last night. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the North Queensland Cowboys versus the Sharkies. Now, the Sharkies, I think they've been back lately, honestly. Their last mm. two games, they've really hit that form again. And it's just, uh, honestly, well, smash it, it around. It's going to be so good. Strong win last week against mm. Melbourne, wasn't it? Really and strong. their first half, mm. they were just... Just unbelievable. It, and it wasn't so much like Melbourne were poor. Like, their their attack in the first half, in particular, the Sharkies, was just, they played so well. Mm. And, and Craig Bellamy, I think he actually spoke about that in his post-game press conference, was that they were so good. Mm. That just everything they touched, or like, turned to gold. Yeah, they were so slick. Super, yep. super slick. How, how do you see this game playing in here? Um, well, depending on, depending on who's backing up. Now... Tom Dearden and Tom Gilbert, Gilbert, the two Toms, they've been named to play. Mm. I think both players pulled up quite good from the game, although it was, you know, they're battered and bruised. I was going to say, wow. They're, they're battered and bruised. Um, and I actually spoke to Tommy Dearden last night, and he said, mate, I'm keen to play. Like, really? He's, yeah, he's like, mate, I want to play. And mate. I said, well, mate, good on you. Like, you know, and I remember. I would have had the year off. We <laughs> I would have rang me club and said. Mate, did you just see what I did in the Origin Arena? <laughs> I need the rest of the year Give me the off. year off. I'm coming back for finals. <laughs> yeah, come back for finals for <laughs> I remember, yeah, you know, I remember when, like, we were playing Origin and, like, we back up. But, like, the game's so much different now. Mm. Like, it's it's different. It's a bit fast. Like, although Origin was, was super fast even back then. But he was keen. Mm. And, and, and I think you have that feeling, too, off a win mm. as well. You get that feeling of, like, like I've got this great feeling – yeah, I just want to get out there and play footy again. Yeah. And now that also too, like the series is over, that you know Queensland have won the series. Like you just take that that confidence mm. that you've that you've just taken from the Origin Arena back to um, Clubland. Mm. And and the comment I made to Tommy was like, mate, you watch how, you watch how everything is so much slower now. Mm. Well, it feels that way. Yeah, yeah. For because sure. of, because of the match that you just used you've just played. Mm. Like you go back, you go back to um, you know Clubland this weekend on Friday night, and you'll be just like, mate, are we in slow motion? Yeah, wow, Tommy. Dears. You'll just see yeah. it so much clearer. He looked, he looked so comfortable. I can't believe how comfortable he looked. Yeah, he didn't look rushed. He didn't look like nah, he, was he was worried good. about the he line speed or anything. Mm. So, mate, depending on back to this game, depending on the lineup, um, they could have a fair few out. So if, if Tom uh, did and Tom Gilbert are named to play. Um, Val Holmes and Jeremiah Nanai, they're going to be rested. Mm. They're without um, Murray Tuolangi, still coming through that, that COVID mm. um, isolation stuff. Um, and Jordan McLean as well. So if you, oh, yeah, you throw honey. all of those players in, yeah, it's, true. It's, it's, it's a tough one, particularly if um, the Sharkies are in that vein of form that they were in last week against Melbourne. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so it's it's a really hard one at the moment because you don't know the lineups. I'm saying if if Cowboys have a few back, um, I'd say they win at home. Mm. But I, I think I might go the Sharks here in an yeah. upset. Yeah, I, I went the Cowboys earlier, but now that you lay mm. out how many players that could be out, yeah, wow, and how the Sharks is going. Mm. Very, very um, – I mean, it's going to be such a good match. Yep. Nico Hines and Toby Rudolph back Return. as well. And Rudolph was incredible a couple of weeks ago. He was yep. one of their best forwards. Yep. Uh, that was our game of the round, thanks to Suncorp Insurance, winner of CanStar's Outstanding Claims Award, seven years in a row. Seven years in a row. Mm. Uh, now, we're going to uh, head to a break. After the break, um, we're going to continue – we're going to continue previewing the round. Oh, let's keep pre- let's keep previewing. Keep previewing. Yeah. Okay, we've got some time. We've got some time. We got para. We got para and the Warriors.
Okay. We'll go that's Parramatta Warriors. That's, that's, um, that's down at Combank Stadium. Combank Stadium. Now, what's going on with Parra, Smitty? Oh, mate, I don't know. It's every year. Every year this happens. Mm. They, um, they just, they're up, they're down, they're up, they're down. They're, they're premiership threats and they just falter. Mm. Um, Junior Polo, he's been, he's been named to come back. Um, that pushes Murata near Corey to lock. Um, I, I don't know. You, you spoke about these players coming back from New South Wales and mm. they may have a little bit of a fire in the belly. Yeah. Um, possibly the big man who was very good last night for the Blues. Look, to be fair, I think they'll be too strong for, for the Warriors. Mm. Um, although they get Reese Walsh back um, to fullback. Um, Harris Tavita, he goes to 5'8". Yeah, I, I just think they're going to be too strong for the Warriors. Mm. Yeah, I, Particularly I agree. Particularly at home. I just, the Eels, though, for me, it's just it's tough because it's honestly every year I want to get it behind them. I want to go, boys, this is the year. Yeah. And every year they just, one week they're killing it, the next week they're struggling. Yep. Just not really sure what's going to turn out here. I, I guess if I'm going to try to look at glass half full, maybe they're saving the run for later on because, mm. like, Last year, around this time, I think they only just begun to peter out. Yep. Whereas, I guess, maybe this year it's different where they have a bit of a mid-season lull and then they come into for the finals footy, playing good footy. Again, I don't know whether that will happen, but yep. I'm, I'm hoping. Um, New Zealand Warriors uh, recently signed new coach Andrew Webster from the Penrith Panthers. Thoughts mm-hmm. on that? Yeah, I think it's a good buy. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a good buy. Bring the Penrith system over. Yeah, and, and he's got an insight into you know what winning looks like. Um and, and the system that they've built there for over the last few years, mm. um, particularly, um, not to say it's going to work. Like you can't, it's hard to, it's hard to just <laughs> take a Penrith system and take it to another club and say, there you go, boys, just do that. Yeah. And it works like, yeah, you, it, it doesn't have the same cattle. Mm. Um, but you know, I think, um, you know, talking to players within the competition who have worked with, um, Webster, it, they, they think he's a great young coach. Mm. He's done some great things. Yeah. They, I mean, they need – the Warriors, they just – they've got so much talent there. They just need to find a way to keep that talent in New Zealand. Like, they often yeah. get poached by all the Australian clubs come over, yep. take their best young talent, yep. and then New Zealand are left trying to work it out and bring other players back to them. So, mm. hopefully – hopefully. Well, mate, let them going back home, like mm. playing their home games now um, at Mount Smart Stadium, let, let's hope that, that um, reignites – you know the the you know the junior system over there, and the interest in rugby league, and the interest to be a part of a warrior system, and become mm. a become a New Zealand warrior um, someday when they're a little bit older. Mm. I think that you know we can't underestimate the impact of them not being there for two years. Oh, absolutely! Like there's going to be yes. so many kids that are 16, 17 year old that have yep. no real connection. Well, mate, with it's the out, club. Of, out of sight, out of mind. Yep, they're just not there. They're just not – they haven't been there for two years, which is unfortunate. But as I said, being back home now, we've seen, you know, not uh, – well, last week, you know, just the great scenes at Mount Smart Stadium with the Warriors returning home, mm. um, what it meant to their fans, their members, and just, you know, the Kiwi people in general, just mm. to see their team back playing on their home turf. And as I said, hopefully that just – it generates more interest in rugby league again, particularly at that junior level. Mm. Now we've got some text here. Hey, Goat, and the bloke that took Denon's origin debut off him. <laughs> With Corey Oates' game last night, surely that's a hole in one and gets him that spot for years to come again. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Scott from Greenbank. Uh, mate, he was good. 
so good. Big Gary. Big Gary. Yeah. Hey, ball uh, energy. Yeah, he was. He was good. And <laughs> he came in in game two and he was part of the squad. Mm. Um, you know, the extra, you know, well, the, the extra five mm. outside the 17. And yeah, he's jovial and he was mucking around a bit. And I was, I was like, oh, Oatsy, come on, man. You yeah. got to switch on. Oh, okay, and, yeah, okay. like, but he's got yep. that, he's got that playful yep. sort of Absolutely. Uh, personality. Yeah. Um, but then when he got the call up um, for game for game three, when Murray Tualangi went down, like he he knew, like he was switched on. He knew what was coming up, and mm. he knew what he needed to do. And he was fantastic. He was so good. And and like, it's a reward for where he's got himself back to. Yeah, man. Playing some great footy. Mm. Um, just you know, some of the some of the best footy of his career, which is which is so good. Absolutely. Let's go to. We're going to go to a break now. After the break, we're going to break down which young players are climbing up the Bailey ladder after last night's Origin Decider. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Time to break down which young players are climbing up the Bailey ladder. Workside trusted for over 60 years, Smithy. 60 years, mate. That's impressive. And I'll tell you what else was impressive. Tell me. Tom Dearden. He's oh. my first nomination. Wow. For the young players climbing the Bailey's ladder. Seriously. On debut. Wearing the number six jersey, magic happens in that number six maroon jersey. He ran for a hundred meters, had one line break, one line break assist, and a try assist to Val Holmes. Wow, great combo! The wow. Cowboys left edge there. Um, what a game he had, Jacob Saifiti. So remember this: this young man was playing in his first game as well. Yeah, yeah. And I mentioned the first carry. I don't know. Holy moly! Could, could he have had a better carry? In his opening match. No. Just ran over the top. Was it Capewell? Nanai. 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 Oh. Nanai did his best, but just Saifidi, big boy. He went back two and three metres, Nanai. It was unbelievable. Um, So he scored a try, of course. He ran for 130 metres. I think he's first. I think he's first, and he was on for like, not not long, Mm. but he had like 97 metres. Yeah, yeah. He was incredible. And his first little. His first stint was amazing. Yeah, like it was crazy. It was like he was on for 10 minutes and made Mm. 97 metres, something like that. Anyway, um, 130 metres total um, in the end, and had a live break, made 30 tackles as well. Wow. So an enormous effort um, by Jacob Saifiti. It Mm. it was great. Mm. Um, And then my third nomination, and a bit of an unsung hero for Queensland, Mm -hmm. I feel, Jeremiah Nenai, um, in his first starting opportunity for, for Queensland in origin, only 19 years of age, mate. It's amazing. 19 can be. Amazing. 70 running metres, one line break assist, five offloads, and made 33 tackles. And and you mentioned um, at the start of the show, like his early involvements, huge. Yeah. Just had it. New South Wales guessing. Mate, that we had a caller earlier saying that I was a player whisperer because I said Ben Hunt would win the match. I got this one wrong. I said Nanai should be on the bench. Oh, no. So, oh, no. Oh, I got that wrong. I got that wrong. I'll admit it. I thought Arrow should start. But, wow. you know, the youthful energy that he brought yeah. and the confidence. Yeah. Like, he, it was almost a naive confidence in the sense of, like, mate, do you understand the scale that you're on to be doing these offloads? Yeah. Like, yeah. But he nailed it every and you, time. Mate, Cammy, you should see, like, you know, we're, we're fortunate we get to watch him at training, okay? Mm. You should see the skill that really? this young man has. As a, mate, yeah. he's a kid. Mm. He's a teenager still. Well, Townsend said he went a whole preseason, and he thought he was, like, 23 or 24. <laughs> and it wasn't until the season started where, the, where they go, no, no, he's actually 19 years old. And Townsend was like, what? Oh, no knock on you, Maya. You don't look that old, mate. No way, I'm mate. On your side. It's because you're but, mature, mate. But the skill, mate, some of the touches, like, he's just got lovely 
lovely hands. Mm. Like, he's just got a soft pass on him. Even at the line, like he gets a ball at the line and he's able to pop it yes. to like a fullback wrapping around. Or well, when Kurt Catewell popped over his head, that was Nanai's soft hands that yeah. got to Catewell. It's just I don't, like he's he's going to be something special. Absolutely. Just getting started. That's thanks to Bailey Ladders bringing safety and efficiency to the worksite for over 60 years. After the break, we'll continue the Round 18 preview. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We've got some plenty of games to get to, but we've also got some text here, Smitty. Yes. Some text. Uh, good morning. Ah, oh, no, we've already read that one. Yep. Uh, Denon, I have asked numerous footy fans at work today, would they rather New South Wales win last night or their club win this weekend? I mean, uh, all except one said club. Is yeah. this a difference what makes Origin? I assume Queensland fans would put... Queensland over their club thoughts, Gav. Interesting. That is really interesting. To see, I don't, we don't know how many friends Gav has asked. He may have asked one person. Mm. We don't know. Mm. He may have asked 10. Not sure. But all except one said they prefer their club team mm. to win over New South Wales. Wow. I'm picking Origin every day of the week. I'm going Queensland. Honestly. I'm going Queensland. Happy for the club to drop one and just make it up next week. Absolutely. I'm the same, mate. I'm the same. Take Maddie, the shield. Maddie said he's club, but he's from New South Wales, so that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Maddie. <laughs> anyway, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to continue previewing the round. We're going to talk about, I think, the Penny Panthers. Oh, yes, it's a tough loss, but I tell you what, they're a scary side to face. Now, all their players are going to be out, but I think that they'll be lifting the boys up, mm. getting a big one. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cam Smith. Give us a call, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, or give us a text, 0457-736-736. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple and Spotify, the Captain's Run. Also, SENQ, Brizzy, Smithy. Um, yep, SENQ uh, in uh, Brisbane, Gold Coast, SEN. And I'll tell you what, if you all the Queensland listeners out there, if you want to relive that moment Oof. last night, and the entire game mm. is going to be replayed on, on SENQ, and Gold Coast SEN with the Queensland call. With just the Queensland call. So yes. Queensland is out there. Straight after sure our listen. show. Uh, but let's get to the round preview. We've got the Roosters versus St. George Dragons. Now, Roosters for me personally, I actually think, although they've lost their last two games, mm. I think they are definitely coming back to where we thought they would at the start of the season. Yeah. I thought they'd been pretty good. Well, you look at their performance against uh, Penrith mm. and you know, a couple of 50-50 calls against them and yeah. could possibly have jagged a win against Penrith. Yep. Um, I don't think Lindsay Collins will be fit to play. Yep. Um, he was ruled out last night with a HIA, so I, I don't think he'll be available. Luke Keery is still out. Yeah. I'm... It's concerning. It's a concerning thing for Luke. Mm. It's it's one of those things where I just want whatever is best for him, whether it's, oh, absolutely. Can, you know what I mean? In yeah. the sense of yeah. like, whether it's to play or never to play again, Yeah, whatever is good for him. Because he's got, you know, he's, he's got such a long life to live after yep. footy. Yeah. And and to be fair, the Roosters have, have um, looked after their players, mm. you know, Boyd Cordner and Jake Friend um, in, in recent years mm. have, have both ended their playing career because of, um, Head injury issues, mm. concussion issues, so that you know they're not they're not frightened to make those big calls mm. and 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 the calls that are in the best interest of their players. Mm. Um, so we we hope Luke here is doing well and and we hope that he can play footy again soon. If not, you know that's just the way it is. Um, Hargraves is back. He's from he's back from in, uh, a hamstring injury. Matt Lodge, he's a chance. Oh wow! Do you think? Ooh. 
I mean, they might rush him in due to the fact that Con- Collins is. Yeah, you well, know. he may be he may be put in now yeah. because Lindsay Collins, mm. like I said, I highly highly unlikely he'll take the field after after you know being ruled out of the match last night with a HIA. Mm. Mm. Big yeah. one though. It's a huge one. Now, what's interesting as well, I think Tedesco came out uh, midweek and said that uh, Manu can be our long term six. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. I think he came out and said that. Um, confirm that for us, Matty. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he did come out and discuss, mm. like, look, Manu could be the long-term six if if everything falls that way. Yep. Which is really interesting because I really like Manu at six. I really like him getting his hands on the ball more. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a it's just going to be a huge call to see where Luke Keary is because the plan obviously was Keary, Sam Walker. That's yep. the long-term plan. Um, so what about your thoughts on Dragons, though? So they come up to Brisbane last week. They, they'd won four of their previous four. Five, I believe, mm. leading into that Broncos game, and they were just they just weren't in the game. Yeah, well, no, I, I don't know. Like Ben Hunt wasn't yeah. there, mm. but they just they didn't play like the team that we'd seen in the previous month. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's look, Ben Hunt after his performance in Origin, he could do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though, like if if he if anyone can win a big game, yeah. it's the guy floating on cloud nine right now, which is Benny Hunt. Although I seen his performance post match, I don't mm. know if he'll be available. <laughs> <laughs> and he's earned it. He's this earned weekend. every second of it. <laughs> he will be. No. He's got plenty of time. He's playing Saturday. He's got a few days, a couple of days, two days actually. Um, yeah. So look, I, I'm going to tip the Roosters here. I'm going to tip the Roosters. Okay. Yeah. I think Teddy's going to be super fired up. Yep. We know how competitive he is. He was outstanding this series. Yep. I think he's just going to keep building in confidence later in the year. Mm. And so I'm going to go the Roosters. Will he have win. a break? Oh, mate. Will he, he have a break one. this year? Surely. It's, the only problem is Roosters need... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Know? Like, it's, it's hard to give him a rest now with Roosters, yep. but maybe, I don't know, how does, how does Trent Robinson look for an opportunity maybe during games? Yeah, yeah, if, like, if, if they get ahead. So say they play this weekend and he and, and Tedesco plays, mm. and say they're up by, you know, with 30 minutes to go, they're, they're in a comfortable position. Do you mm. just take him off the field? Yeah, say, I think so. Put your feet up. Mm. And also, like, Manu can play, you know, obviously Manu isn't Tedesco, but he's not that far off, yeah. you know, when it comes to a fullback role. Yeah. So maybe when Kiri and, and Walker are back on the field, maybe you put Manu back there, yeah. give Tedesco a week off. Momorowski, can he play fullback as well? I think um, he could, couldn't he? I'm not sure. He's played, what, sure. wing? Wing and centre. Wing centre. Yeah. I'm not sure. I know um, Suwali could probably slot back there if he had oh, to. Oh, Suwali's so good, Suwali. But back there. Yeah, I'm going to go the Roosters get the win. Yeah, I think Roosters too. I yeah. think Roosters too. Manly versus the Newey Knights. Really interesting. Uh, Caleb and Palmer, Dan Gagai, Saifidi have been named to back up from origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bradman Best out again with a thumb injury. Wow, he's really... Right injury. Yeah, he's... Uh, unfortunately, Bradman Best has just really been struggling with injury because, you know, it was only 12 months ago where you could argue outside of Latrell and uh, Tom Travojevic, he was at least fighting for a centre spot in New South Wales. Yep. Now he's unfortunately struggling to get some games together. Mm-hmm. And he's so important to their attack. He's a game-breaker. Yep. Um, look, Kalen Ponga, look, the good thing is for the Knights is Gagai was great, Ponga was great, and Saifidi was great. In they all played well. Yep. So if they can bring that back to club footy, who knows what they can do. Yep. And on the other side, um, Desi Hasler, he's named an unchanged mm. lineup to to the team that played against Melbourne Storm and had that really well. It was only by a few points in the end, but they they played an absolutely blockbuster game that night. I think if they bring that form, I think they'll be they'll be too strong for Newcastle. Yeah, mainly especially mainly at Four Points Park. Mm, like, it's just home. a bit of a it's a bit of a fortress there. I still call it Brookie, but yeah. They're, they're really strong there. Their last two games, 
They've actually like blown the opposition off the park, like at that ground. Yes. So Cowboys mm. and Storm <laughs> sitting second and third on the ladder, but then like the last ten minutes, they've just like put the feet up, put the feet in the slippers. Mate. Just like we're okay, and they they've nearly got run over. Yeah, it's it's honestly they've like, nearly got nailed at the on the post. It, it's just it's it's crazy to think that. Yes, your win against Storm goes from wow, this oh. sets us up to top eight footy. Our year is going great. We're firing. We're moving. You know, at the moment we don't have Tom Trevojevic, but we're getting the job done. All of a sudden, ten minutes of you know not the greatest footy. Oh. It's going. Oh, that was barely a win. Yeah. Um, I think Manly get the job done here. I think Manly. Yeah, I'm going to back Manly. Going to back Manly in. Yeah. Now we have got the Titans versus the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, Tino, I saw Alawi will back up after Origin. Philip Sammy and Corey Thompson return from injuries. Uh, Sosefo for feeder also makes his NRL debut on the wing. I actually saw him in the trials. I really, really liked what I saw. Mm-hmm. Tanner Boyd is the new 5'8". Paul Turner goes to the bench. Aaron Booth is named at hooker for his Titans debut. There you go. Really, Booth, really interesting. Former Storm player. Former Storm player. And, and the, the hooking role for me for the Titans, I've, I've been surprised Aaron Booth hasn't got a crack earlier. Yep. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Jared Wallace is out. Uh, Jolloff joins the bench. Uh, now onto the Brizzy Broncos. Origin reps, Corey Oates and Paddy Carrigan have been named among reserves. Selwyn Cobo, Kurt Kate will have been rested. Well, Selwyn Cobo, you know, mm-hmm. probably not playing. Yep. Corey Pakes is out with concussion. Jake Turpin to start at hooker. Mm. Well, where's Walters then? That's interesting. Well, what is he, six? Yeah, maybe Walters is... Would that be right? No. No, because there's Ramam and, and uh, Reynolds. No, that can't be right. Surely Walters has kept his no, spot. No, Billy, Billy will be starting nine. Surely. Um, oh, look, I... There's a few out, and this is a good opportunity for, for Titans. Mm. Great opportunity for Titans to come up against the big brother. Yep. Um, they are not having a great season. Mm. We all know that. And there's been some changes made at the club. Yes. Assistant um, coach Dimmick. Jim, Jim Dimmick. Jim Dimmick. Mm. He's, got, he's now gone. So um, along with, I think there was another head, head of performance. High performance yeah, yeah. Um, has moved on. So um, there's a bit happening at the Titans in the sort of um, back office or whatever or in, in, in the staff, mm. um, but they just they need to get back to doing what they're good at and, and mm. playing good footy. It's just been a, a, it's been a disappointing year. Mm. There's, no, there's no other way of describing the Titans' season this far. Like, mm. They're a better football side. Mm. They're a much better football side mm. than where they are right now on the bottom of the ladder. Yeah, look, with the Titans, I think that although, you know, you never see when a bloke lose his job or, or mm. whatever, but the silver lining, I guess, for the Titans is that maybe take a leak out of the leaf out of the Cowboys book and just go defence, defence, defence yep. next preseason. I mean, yep. obviously don't write your season off yet, even though I doubt they'll make the eight. Yep. But I think, like, preparing for next season, I would honestly be – every single session would be around defence. Yeah. Because, like, they've got the attack. They've yep. got the attack. They've got guys like Campbell there. Brimo is fantastic. Yep. I would literally be focusing all my efforts on making us the best defensive side in the competition. Yeah. Look at the Cowboys. Yeah. It it changed everything for them. Changed mm. everything for them. Yeah. Brizzy Broncos. And it's not. And oh, it's sorry. not. Yeah. No, you're right, mate. It's not just. And it's not just about like making tackles too. It's it's about building mental toughness and a resilience. You talk to those Cowboys players this year, and mm. and they and they all they, they what's been the difference? And yep. they talk about their preseason. Mm. And like some of the training drills they were put through, some of the conditioning drills that they were put through, it was just they were just relentless mm. and at times monotonous. Yeah, okay. But 
what it did, it built it built a resilience within their group. Mm. And it built a mental toughness to say, hey, listen, when we go through these tough times, hey, we just just hang in there mm. and just keep turning up yeah. and keep turning up and keep turning up until things change for us. And then we start to, you know, the momentum starts to swing back our way. And it's been the biggest difference. Like even the, Bron- even the Broncos camping, mm. that's been a huge part of their season so far is their goal line defense. Mm. And the way they're able to scramble for each other and stay in the contest and turn teams away. Mm. You know, the last two years where they've been, what, 14th and 15th, that that wasn't part of the Broncos game. No. It was just get down their end and, oh, a couple of things go against us, try. Perfect example. Last night, Queensland missed 57 tackles. New South Wales missed 44. And it shows you that, you know, it's not actually all about the, the tackling, even though you've got to make your tackles. Mm. It's about the attitude. It's about the covering for your that's, mate. That's what defence is. And like. so, like, Queensland winning 22-12 with that many more missed tackles mm. shows you that they just refuse to give in. They yep. refuse to ever say die in defence. Yep. Um, and I'm, so, I'm going Broncos with you. I'm going Broncos as well. I think the Broncos are in a really healthy spot right now. They look happy. They look confident. Yep. They look relatively injury-free. And yep. also... I mean, I feel like at the start of the year, we never would have said this, but they're winning games without Payne Haas. And, and, it's, and again, mm. it's not to say we don't need Payne Haas. Yep. He's a huge part of the club. Yep. But it's a sign of a strong club that can go out without their marquee man, their main mm. guy, and still get the job done. Winning games without Adam Reynolds too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, look, I, I'm really um, proud that um, I've been fortunate enough to wear the same jerseys as all of those blokes. I'm, I think they've been fantastic this year. So, mm-hmm. uh, Broncos to get the win. Yep. Um, now, we've got some text here. Hey, Legends, love the podcast. I'd love to hear both your thoughts on this. The Cowboys' last game of the regular season is against Panthers in Townsville. Could Ooh. this be a grand final practice run? And on a lighter note, the band Kiss have cancelled their Townsville concert <laughs> because the Cows could be playing a home final on same date. Wow. Um, look, I, I tell you what, I, probably before this Origin series, I would have said the Cowboys... They could, they definitely could finish top four. Yep. I just don't know if they have it in them to take that next step to be a premiership threat. But after this Origin series, the confidence they'll get, I, I think mm. they may at least threaten. Yeah, at least threaten. Do they go on? Do they stay in second at least? Well, we'll talk about your boys. What's going on with the your boys? <laughs> talk about your we'll, we'll get to them. We'll get to them <laughs> soon after the next uh, break that we have. But. Oh, I don't know. Like it, it may well be. It may well be the preview to the grand final. They're currently first and second. It could even possibly, depending on results with Melbourne and Cronulla, they could possibly um, finish one and four and then play each other first week. Mm. So they could play each other um, last round and then play again against each other again the following week as a first semi final. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. Scenarios. Uh, now, boys, Kempi. Smithy, great show. Question, if the kangaroos are picked today, who is your spine? Cheers, Richard. Ooh. Oh, no, Richard. It's a tough question. Oh, do we have to go there? No. Kempy? Look, I'm going to just, I'll. I'm going to go Cam Munster six. Cam Munster six. Tedesco, Tedesco at one. <laughs> Mate, I tell you what, put it this way. Before last night, I would have said Cleary is a shoe in for the seven. Yep. But after last night watching DCE. Yep. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I, I probably still would just go with Cleary and because of like preparing for the future, maybe, mm-hmm. but DCE, I think he's, he's shut a lot of doubters up, including my, I mean, I wasn't a doubter in the sense of, I'm yep. a huge fan of DCE, but in yep. saying that, like, 
he's even to a guy that's already a fan, he even proved that he's got even more in him. Um, you know, uh, it's not a smoky, but honestly, Ben Hunt, I think he's got that nine jersey on lock for Australia. Mate, I was just about to say, mate, do you put Ben Hunt at nine? Uh, I think he's locked it in. Well, he's played, he started there every game this series. Yep. Yep. And then you, t- you take that combination yeah. to the World Cup, Ben Hunt nine, Harry Grant 14. coming on. Yeah. I, I honestly think that's probably the direction you go. I really do. Uh, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a proven combination. Yep. And it suits, particularly in, in these rep games, it suits Harry's style of play. Mm. Where he, like, he's 100 miles an hour. Yeah. That's, that's, that's his strength. Mm. He gets on. He takes off. He, when he sees opportunities, he runs. Yep. It just, it's good. Like You have Ben Hunt out there, the first 20, and then Harry, on you go, mate, and just tear him to shreds. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just incredible. Just the It worked the, for Queensland. It worked for Queensland. And the twists and turns of Benny Hunt's career, like to say that he'd be playing nine for Australia, like, oh. I, I, you know, if, I'm a, if I was a betting man, uh, I honestly would, would back him in to win that nine jersey. There you go. Seriously, I, I'd really think he might get it, which would just be incredible. Um, now, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to continue previewing the round and answering your text. So make sure to text in. 0457 736 736 or give us a call 1300 01 1170. See you on the other side. Holy schnitz. Time now for the sporting highlight of the week. Thanks to Schnitz, home of fresh, golden, handcrafted schnitzels. Welcome back to the Captain's Run uh, with Cameron Smith. Thanks to Holy Schnitz. I tell you what, there would have been a few people yelling, Holy Schnitz at their TV last night. I tell you what, I mean, it would have been a thousand. I was literally yelling, holy schnitz. The room service delivered a couple of schnitties to my room. So they were like, they thought I needed a schnitzel. I, you know what I did? I slapped that schnitzel out of there and I said, oh, no, I want the real schnitz. I want the real oh. schnitz. I don't want this fake schnitz that you brought us. Um, but holy schnitz sporting moments, Smitty, I've got one. Yes. Literally, I was yelling, holy schnitz. Matty Bird and Dan Gaga getting a bit of a hiss-hoss, yeah. a bit of a brouhaha, mm. bringing back the old days. Yep. Uh, look, absolutely loved it. I'm glad they only got fined. Uh, I think that that's what Origin's all about. If you're going to step up to each other, you've got to be prepared to throw down. Yep. Just put, look, I'll give you some advice. If you don't want to fight, put your head down, you run back to your wing. Yes. That's what I did. Don't go looking for someone. Definitely did not. Don't I just put my head down. Out. I just ran out to the wing. I said, Oi, can someone else sort that? Because I don't want to do it. Um, <laughs> can someone else sort it for me? <laughs> Tons up. But I'll tell you what, mate, that, that, that moment too, Every single person in the stand was on their feet. Incredible. And like, like they, they stood for like mm. several minutes. Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing. And like obviously, you know, I understand. But it's origin. Yep. It, this is what it's about. Two, two teams just going at it, putting everything on the line mm-hmm. for their state. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And, and I loved how both players after it came back on and ripped straight back in. Yep. They ripped no one. No, they did. Didn't yes. take a backward step. They didn't sook nothing. They came back in, ripped straight back into it. Straight the game. back into it. Now, a good nomination. My nomination, though, goes to Ben Hunt for his, oh. um, what do you call it? Intercept. Uh, you go charge down slash intercept. Charge Honestly. down attempt, which ended up being an intercept. Charge to step. Charge to step. <laughs> in a, in a, step. In down. a down. In a down. In a down. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it was just, a, I don't know how he did it. I've said it before. I don't know how he did it, but he ran 60 metres to score the match-winning try uh, for Queensland last night, and he celebrated. I don't know how he got up and just – I would have been gassed. Yeah, he looked like he was cruising. He was – he got hey. up, fist pump, everything. That's just adrenaline, I think. Oh, mate. I would have passed out. Seriously. <laughs> I only passed out watching. Hey, you've ran 
Mate, you've run further than that for tries. Yeah, okay. You what got about me. the That's four you me. scored? Yeah, you got me. And I did score a 75 meter try, <laughs> but whatever. You got me there, Smithy. I forgot about that one. Forget about those tries. My bad. Oh, <laughs> that's my holy schnitz moment, though. Um, mate, it was an incredible. I mean, honestly, the whole game should have been brought to you by Schnitz because it was a holy schnitz of a game. Yes. They were all our holy schnitz sporting moments. Thanks to Schnitz, got that winning taste right now. Schnitz handcrafted schnitzels. Made fresh and made just for you. After the news, we'll continue our round 18 preview. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Now, before we get into the match, the Melbourne Storm will be honouring Cameron Smith this weekend. The Eastern Stand at Amy Park will be officially named in Cam's honour. The Melbourne Storm also confirmed that their Player of the Year award will be named the Cameron Smith Player of the Year award. Oh, oh, that's incredible, hey. mate. Massive congratulations. <laughs> that is so bloody good, Thanks, mate. Bud. I'm stoked for you. Um, mate, how, I mean, how does that make you feel? Oh, mate, super proud. Wow. Super proud, yeah. When the, when the club um, mentioned that to me that, you know, they were looking to – well, firstly, they mentioned, you know, the Player of the Year Award, mm. naming that the Cameron Smith Player of the Year Award. That was – I was like, wow, that's, like, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. You know, mm. like, that's a pretty cool thing. Um, and then they said, no, no, and also we're going to name a grandstand at Amy Park. I was like, oh, fair dinkum. The Cameron Smith no stand. No way. I would have been happy with like a urinal or something. <laughs> <laughs> the Cameron Smith urinal. <laughs> there would have been people flying uh, down from New South Wales every day. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> um, no, but that's good. I, I think the, uh, yeah, look, the club, are, um, I think they're going to name the uh, the Eastern side. Mm. So when you, when you look at... Um, when, the, the players uh, from both teams run out on the western side. It's mm. the, it's the opposite side Mate, on the cameras. That's so. incredible. Oh, it's it's pretty cool. I, like Billy's got to stand down there right now. Mm. Um, never ever did I think like as a little fella like mm. wanted to play NRL. Um, never ever did I think that this type of thing would happen. Mm. Um, you know, having an award named after me, having um, a grandstand, my name on a grandstand, and I get off. It's crazy. I've got a statue out the front of Amy Park with yep. Billy, like one of my great mates. So good beside him. It's just, it's, it's so surreal. But, mm. but extremely, um, you know, proud and and honoured to have that um, opportunity, and and just extremely grateful for my time at Melbourne mm. and and what the club is is doing now um, for myself and and my family mm. too. It's I, I think it's a it's a great moment for my family. You know, you know, my wife and three children, mm. you know, my mum and dad and my brother and sister too who. Did so much for me uh, as, as, a, as a little fella, you know, supported me through my junior footy and got mm. me out to, you know, all the games all over the place through Queensland and helped me get to where I am today. Mate, it's incredible to think, like, imagine your parents are driving you as a little 10-year-old to footy. Oh, mate. That this little fella would have a stand named <laughs> after him. That's crazy. It's incredible, mate. Yeah, incredible. It's ridiculous, and but, yeah, yeah, mate, it's good. No one more deserving. No one more deserving. I'll have to go sink a beer down there. Next yes. time, Bronx, when Bronx plays Storm, I want to get in the Cairnsmith stand. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Storm versus Raiders. Now, obviously, Melbourne, mm. like, I'll be honest, Smithy, at the start of the yep. year, I thought, I watched a trial match, mm-hmm. and I thought, I don't know if Storm's depth is is where it has been in yesteryear. Yes. Um, and I also thought there were a few things, like, off the field that you hadn't really dealt with before, you know, like... a few players stepping out of line like you dealt with it but yep. not not at the degree that you dealt with it yep well do you think 
put it this way. There's a part of me, my head, that thinks, oh, I'm a bit concerned about the storm at the moment. But then mm-hmm. there's another part of me goes, yeah, but the storm always proves us wrong. Every yep. time we doubt them, yep. they come back and prove us wrong. Where's your head at with the storm at the moment? Yeah, well, a little bit. When you, when it was, particularly when you see those sort of back-to-back losses mm. and quite un- uncharacteristic of the storm, I think that's when you get a little bit concerned. Mm. I think they certainly – they still have um, the squad. They still have the players. And, and they, they clearly have the coaching staff there. Mm. Yeah. To, to, you know, right the ship, get them back on track, back get their season back on track. They've been hit hard through injury this year. Absolutely. Okay. Mm. And and it's not just to, you know, just any old players. It's it's to key positions. One of the big outs for me still is Christian Welsh. Mate, absolutely. That, that For me, that, that was a huge blow for Melbourne. Mm. And I think he had, um, he had aspirations or he was pretty keen to get back before – the season finished, maybe just before finals. Okay. That looks like that's almost no chance now. Oh, wow. I caught up with him. Um, I seen him over in Perth. He was doing some stuff over there for, for QRL, and I seen him again last night. And mm. I think things aren't going as smoothly as they thought mm. they were going to yeah, well. um, at one stage. So I don't think he'll be back for Melbourne this year. They've had multiple injuries, you know, th- particularly through their back line, and that's what you're saying. Like Their, their depth has been tested mm. properly this mm. year. Tested well, properly. It, I mean, it's a, it's a silly way to look at it, but every time you look at their team sheet, they've got two or three players that don't even have pitches. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And then uh, yeah. it's a silly way to look at it, but that, yeah. that's how deep you have to go in your depth because yeah. for fans listening, at the start of the year, the top 30 all get their player profile yep. pitches. Yep. So if you don't have a player profile pitcher, you weren't even in the top 30 at that's the start right. of the year. Yeah. Um, and it yeah. shows you – so you've had Christian Walsh, you've had Remus Smith. Yep. Who's uh, re-injured him his – Oh, he too. Again, so now he's that. out for the year. Oh, wow. Yep. Um, Jennings. Do you think that, like, obviously they'll bounce back, but mm. do you think that they'll reach the same heights as, say, mid-year last year? Oh, well, it's. I think any season would be hard to top, like, what they did last year. Like, mm. what, they win 19 or 20 in a row? It's incredible like, they break, they They, broke, they broke, like, just record after record mm. after record last year. Like, point scoring, tries. Mm. Like the whole like like consecutive wins, um, it was just a remarkable season by the Melbourne Storm. Um, so look, I, I don't think they'll get anywhere near that this year. Mm. Um, like they've already had, well, they had four losses already. I think. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yep. Three or four. Well, they're sitting at third. So. Yeah. Um, well, they've lost their last two. So, mm. um, and they've lost to Parramatta and Penrith. Yeah. So they've lost four, mm. five, I think. Um, so already they're behind what they did last year. Mm. And yeah, I think it's just, it's, it's, they're, they're, it's a different side now. Mm. It's a different side. Yeah. They've got a, they've got, they've had to throw in a lot of guys that probably they weren't particularly ready to throw in mm. at this, at this point in time. Mm. Um, and you know, like you said, like there's things happening down there that are quite unlike storm. Like mm. they had a few issues in the off season last year. Um, you know, Brandon Smith now going to be missing for three games. Yeah. Um, you know, with his comments to the referee, mm. um, within their last game against the Sharks, like that's a, that's another big blow for them. Yeah, that, that's absolutely. just like didn't need to happen. Mm. And I know like Brandon's come out and he's very remorseful and he and he apologised to the referee on the night. Mm. But it just it adds it adds more pressure to um, the footy team and the footy club now with with a guy like um, like Brandon Smith not being there. Mm. In this it, important part of the year. What's it like, you know, you're such a huge part of the club and 
from what I know of you, mm. you're you're obviously quite humble. So is it hard like stepping in and stepping out? Like as in going and saying, Oh, I want to be involved and speak to players, but at the mm. same time going, Well, no, they're their own men. They can make their you yeah. know what I mean? Is it well, tough? I've made I've made a bit of a conscious decision to sort of like step away and, and let let them be their own team. Yeah. Like I was a part of it for so long, Kenny. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And and I felt from from my personal point of view and and for the footy club, it was mm. good to, you know, for for just to have a bit of space for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. And like, but I tune in and watch Melbourne Storm game every yeah. week, as, yeah. as do all of my family. Like mm. we sit down and watch them um, and we, we're, we're keen Storm people. We, we love to see the footy team doing well mm. and we're disappointed. Like we're like, we're like normal fans. Like we're disappointed when, when they, when they lose games. Yeah. Um, you know, but like looking on last year, like they did so well. Like they had yeah. to, they had to find... <laughs> Like I'm not saying that like I had a, did a huge part of what I did down there because I had so many great teammates that I played with and mm. coaches that were a part of what we did collectively, but because I played there so long and in the position I played in, I think it was good just to have a clean break for a little bit and yeah. just find the team that they needed to be mm. by themselves without me. Yeah, let them and, grow, and, kind of thing. A, 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 absolutely, mm. and they did such a great job last year. Mm. Just this year, they're dealing with so many things, particularly with injuries. It's always hard. Yeah. It's always hard when you got players in, in the team, then they're out of the team, and then mm. you're changing combinations all the time. And it's just it hasn't been an ideal season for them. Yeah. But they're still in the top four, which yeah. shows like the standard that we have on them is. That's on, right. Yeah. yeah. I think I think you know like everyone that follows rugby league just think, well, why didn't they win? Yeah. So why true. aren't they? Why aren't they sitting on top or, yeah. or top two or whatever? But. They're still in the top four. Mm. Like you got to remember that. With all the challenges that they've had and the setbacks they've had, um, they still find themselves in the best four, you know, teams in the competition. Mm. It's so true. We have just such a high standard for for the Storm. Yeah. It's. I mean, this is twenty years. We've been going twenty <laughs> years, <laughs> and we're still going. You know, oh, they should be top two. Yeah, you know, that's right. Um. So, yeah, that's. No, it's a great insight, mate. Great insight. Thank you. Uh, mm. Now to the Raiders. Uh, Queensland prop Josh Papali'i has been named and we uh, monitored. While Jack White will start, uh, Charles Nick Klukstart is out and replaced mm. by James Schiller. The Raiders, where, where, do you think that they can squeeze in the eight? They they seem to go on a bit of a run there. And... Mm. Well, they have like a period like of what five or six weeks where they were going good. They, they were going really good. Yeah, and you're thinking like they're back. They're mm. back to what we we know Canberra are all about, and they're playing that tough, grindy footy. Um, and then they've dropped a dropped a couple. Um, Controversially, maybe mm. last week. Oh, not so controversially. <laughs> the last play, the great Benny Hunt, that started the whole debate about the six to go yep. and the rules. And I oh, scrap it, keep it. What are we doing? Been but a big couple of weeks for Benny. Ben Hunt just knew the rules, <laughs> mate, and he, he knew what he could he do. He nailed it. I tell you what, I'd be lying on that ruck as long as I could if I was for my team. So um, they quite possibly could have had a, a win against the Dragons, but um, this is going to be a big match. They they seem to go down and play well, Canberra, mm. at Amy Park yeah. in, in Melbourne. They they love going down there and getting up, and Sticky will have their eyes spinning in their head. He loves it. He well, loves it. Well, he and Craig Bellamy are great mates. Mm. And you always want to beat your mate. Yes. <laughs> That's literally the yeah, main, yeah. main guy you want always. to beat. You always want one up. Uh, <laughs> I'm going Storm. Storm. Uh, West Tigers versus Penny Panthers. Now, I spoke about it a bit earlier. Most of the Penny Panthers players are out, uh, as in the origin players. But I think that the Penny Panther playing group are going to see Nathan Cleary hurting, mm-hmm. see the fact that, you know, he's a, a leader in the New South Wales team. You've got Critter, you've got Luai, you've got Martin, Yo, Appy. 
and I think the Panthers boys are going to lift and lift big for the for their uh, their brothers out there. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And um, there's a big test for West Tigers. Mm. A couple of changes in their lineup. Adam Dewey to five eight. Kempy. I like it, but I don't like something else that's happened in that half combination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Jackson, Jackson Hastings going to 13. But because is that the long – like, even if Hastings kills it, let's say he goes out has the game of his life, mm. is that the long-term plan? Is that what you're going to do, do for the next three or four years? Can his body even handle that? He's don't a know. half. Don't know. 13s are making 30 to 40 tackles a game. He might have a, mm. a great month of rugby league, mm. but what about two months? Three months. What about two seasons? It's mm. it's a different ballpark in the middle there. I don't yep. understand. Fair point. Yeah, so I don't understand that that move of. I personally think the strongest combination. Well, the Tigers should be looking to the future. Mm. They should be going. Okay, who is our six and seven for the next five years? Okay. If is it Hastings and Dewey? Boom, they're our six and seven. Because I, I don't know. Like Brooks seems like he's on his way out. He seems like he wants to go again. I don't. I don't know for sure, but it seems like it. Yep. So why not? Get that plan in now. Yep. Get that get, rolling now. Get, the, get, the, get the, the combinations going. Look at the Bulldogs. They they finally had some time together with Burton Flanagan. Mm. And Burton all of a sudden exploded because he got some time to play with that partner. Yep. I don't. I just don't understand it. But anyway, uh, how, how do you see this game playing out? Um, this will be this will be a good game. I I, I feel. Um, but I think Penrith will be too strong. Any Panthers to yep. get the win, even with all their Origin stars out. I think so too. And I think that the Penrith Panthers, you thought they were scary before Origin. I actually think they're going to be almost, if they don't make the grand final, I'll be shocked because Nathan Cleary, he's a champion, absolute champion. He's going to bounce back. He's going to play some outstanding footy. Luai as well. So keep an eye on those Penny Panthers. We might see some of the best footy we've seen in quite a while. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to continue previewing the round. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Make sure to subscribe to the Captain's Run on Apple and Spotify. Also, download the SEN app. Listen to us anytime, anytime. Now, we've got some questions here, Smithy. Uh, do you think it's a three-horse race heading into the finals this year? Penrith, Cows and Storm. Anyone else to challenge them? Ooh, maybe the Sharkies. Yes, yeah, for sure. Maybe the Sharkies. If they continue on this trajectory, mm. absolutely. Mm. Maybe the Sharkies, I reckon. Now, last game of the round. It is the Canterbury Bulldogs versus the Rabbitohs. 5'8 Burton has been named back to back up from origin, while Tavita Pango Jr. is good to go after picking up an ankle injury. Braden Burns returns in the centres in place of Declan Casey. Mm-hmm. South Sydney Rabbitohs, Cam Murray unlikely to play, obviously, after suffering a concussion. Mm-hmm. Alex Johnston and Mark Nichols are back from injury, pushing Richard Kenner out and Cody Nicker-Rima to the bench. This is a good game, this one. I think it's going to be really it's good. It's a really good game. This would have been close to our match of the round, I feel. Mm. Um, South Sydney, they just they look much more comfortable oh, now with Latrell back, what don't they? Difference. What a difference And like Cody. Yeah. Like just feels, he looks more relaxed mm. yep. um, with Latrell back there. And he's only going to get stronger. He's only been back two weeks now. Um Big blow from Cam Murray, not not available. Mm. Um, took a head knock last night. Let's hope he's doing well this morning. Um, I'm going to lean towards the bunnies. I'm going to lean towards the bunnies. Oh, I'm like, this is a tough one. Before, early in the week, I leaned towards the bunnies, but I think Matty Burton is going to have a fire under him. You reckon? I think so. Like I, Again, I re- really did appreciate the mm. way he came back out. And he ripped in. He didn't go into his shell. He didn't go quiet. He stayed aggressive. He, he kept putting pressure on Gagai. So... 
Oh, yeah, look, I think Matty Burton's going to come out of a big one. Do I think they'll win, though? Mm, no, I think I think Latrell Mitchell, he's ready to go. He looks so focused. Yeah. He looks some of the most focused I've seen, Latrell Mitchell. Mm. Outside of maybe his earlier earlier career, yeah. he looks mature. He looks wants to be there. Well, look, and off the back of making himself unavailable for last mm-hmm. night's Origin decider, that just shows where his mindset's at. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's all about focusing on... Um, you know, getting the best out of himself. He, he, he felt as though he wasn't quite ready mm. um, to play State of Origin. And, and watching the game last night, you know, having one game under your belt, he probably, made, I reckon he made the right choice. Oh, I think so. It was so fast. Yeah. So it would have been hard enough as it is. Yeah. He's such a big body. That's right. So I think he made the right decision. Um, but now he's been back for a couple of weeks and looks pretty good. Um, as I said, he's going to be fitter for the experience of the last fortnight. Yeah, look, I, I think South Sydney too strong for uh, the doggies. Just that attack with him being back, it's just starting to click again. Mm. Mm, they're they're a potent side when their attack is humming. Well, Cody Walker, what two tries, two try assists, that's maybe a, even three uh, tries this weekend. He was incredible. I think also Damien Cook, he's going to want to have a massive game. Did yeah. he get many minutes? Well, he only got he got minimum time last yeah. night, like what twenty maybe seventeen minutes or something. Yeah, it wasn't much. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a much. whole heap. I think you know, Appy spent most of the majority of the time out there, so. He's going to be fresh cookie. He'll yeah. be ready to go. Yeah, so look, I'm going to go Rabbitohs, but I think it's going to be a big game from Burton. Now, we are mm. going to head to the break, and after the break, we're going to wrap the show up. We're going to go through through text, but uh, we'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We've got some text here. Smitty, good morning, assistant and assistant's assistant. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I just want to know, how did Cam Smith dig dig in deep last night or was he in bed before midnight? To me, he sounds way too fresh for a first-time Origin coaching staff winner. Maybe needs some bloke beers for after today's show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was tucked in bed really early last oh, night. Oh, yeah, really yeah, early. yeah. I was, uh, I was being responsible. I'm a coach now, Kempi. Oh, give so me a break. making sure that all the players were just behaving themselves. And I was just, hey, boys, like, follow my lead. I will not allow this, Smithy. <laughs> I will not allow this nonsense. <laughs> Cam Smith is known to be one of the all-time backer-upperers. No. He's known. He's, no. No, there was a couple mental of... Mental fortitude is, is second to none. There was a couple of uh, quiet beers enjoyed in the sheds after the game. Yep. Um... We may have been asked to leave the ground by the uh, the stadium manager, <laughs> uh, and then we moved on quietly. Yeah, quietly, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, one of your best, Smithy. <laughs> one of your best, mate. Uh, Great show, mate. Thank Great you show, so much, Smithy, for giving us this incredible insight. Uh, the captain's run done and dusted. Subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.